0: Welcome to the computer game show, my name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello, and that's it, that's it for the show this week. Um, just me and Matt. Why is that? Uh, I'll tell, I'll go into that in a bit. Uh, but the first thing I was thinking about today, we've known each other for god knows how long <laughs> like it's god knows how long before no, it was Joypod,
1: wasn't it? Joypod had just started, um, yeah, you were a super fan of mine before, before pod Joypo- apparently, I was yeah, you were for a for start fan. Of that, by the way. Um, awesome. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it was JoyPod just started, didn't it? Yeah, just just started.
0: Yeah, and you were a super fan. You were yeah. emailing me going, oh, I love the show, I love the show, I love the show. And, then I, and I befriended you. Um, and I remember meeting you for the first time at a uh, a roll muck bath meet. Yeah. You were like, oh, I'm such a huge fan. And I was like, all right, mate, yeah. Well, I don't think, um, I, was, I,
1: don't think I was like that in the meet, was I?
0: Yeah. Do you remember? Ooh. I yeah, don't remember that know. bit.
1: I remember you did an episode of JoyPod, and I was like, I'm going to send a massive DM to this dude and say, it's good, but here's how it could be better. Yeah, we, we deleted that. Yeah. Uh, Shame, because that would be golden it to read now, or, or really embarrassing. Uh, no, I've got it. Oh, I okay, have good, got good. it, but
0: we've done that. We've done yeah, that before, I Yeah, we have, think. Yes, It's old content, yeah. is <laughs> old content. But I thought, the, the amount of time I've known you, I don't think ever just done a podcast, me and you. Yeah. Come on, have we? I don't think we have. Obviously, I've done one you... with James, obviously. I've done loads with James. Dark calls, Marvel Ooh. calls, uh, Star calls, all hit series. Uh, number one I think they all got to or Marvel close didn't. close-ish it was second number yeah. two but up there um, but, but uh, and I've done a TCGS
1: with just Sean
0: but I've never done one we, just me
1: and you we, we you and I did that uh, live show if, if you can call it that at the top of Slug and Lettuce in Bath no that was me and Michael Fox that was Michael Dezza yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so call that? yourself a super fan. Well, no, not anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so first time ever. So I'm sure it's will go swimmingly as a result. Um, we, uh, I'm not happy. Actually,
0: listeners, this is this is not how this week was supposed to go. Um, no. So let me just give you a rundown of what's happened. Oh yes. Uh, so on Saturday it was Harry's birthday. Lovely day, long day, Great but lovely day. day. Poor old, um, poor old. Uh, Charlie started feeling ill and I'm thinking, Oh, this isn't good. And as the day wore on, he was getting worse and worse and worse. And then in the evening on the Saturday, he had like a full on fever and we were like, Oh no, this is no good. This is, this is bad. Um, So, so he stayed up all night, basically on Saturday night. We we barely got any sleep, absolutely shattered. And then woke up on Sunday and he was just worse. Ended up in hospital. Now everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's all been checked out. He had us. He had an X-ray. He had a uh, chest infection, so he's on antibiotics, and he's bounced back now, so he's all good. But Saturday and Sunday night, barely any sleep. He was coughing non-stop. I had to sleep at the sofa. It was just an absolute nightmare. Um, I woke up on Monday morning and I went, "There is no way I am going to be able to podcast tonight. I am done." Like, and not only that, Charlie's still coughing. You'd be able to pick it up on the microphone. It'd be a nightmare. So. I text the boys, I said, listen, can't do the show this week, I'm um, uh, really sorry, you know. And they were going, okay, yeah, no worries, no worries, I'll pick it up. Uh, then in the afternoon Monday, we had, I had a text from Sean. I don't know why it come from Sean, because this is what I want to know. I'll tell you something if you tell me something, right? Mm-hmm. We've all got groups without one of the individuals on, Right? Mm-hmm. Right? I will tell you what the groups are without your name in it if you tell me what the group's called without my name in it.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and to be clear, we all love each other. It's just a hangover <laughs> from um, either E3's in the past where someone wasn't there um, or maybe when Dave wasn't here. Oh, yeah, what's so hang on. What's the without me called? The WhatsApp group without well, me? Yeah, so this is the one we set up when you are off for that year. Right. And it's called... It's called TCGS The College Years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one
0: without James in it is called Naughty James because yeah. it was created when we caught him cheating at uh, the quiz. in, the quiz, in the quiz inning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were gathering all evidence to, for that. For that. Oh my God! If you've not seen in the quiz inning where it turns into a courtroom drama towards the end, my work. By we sure. need to. That is. I need to rewatch that. That was incredible. That.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. We all <laughs> we all went into the courtroom in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix right? It was incredible, and James didn't even know it was going on because he couldn't see it. That's <laughs> it was happening. Um, so there was that and then the one without you in it Matt is
1: called David's Turnips do you know <laughs> why Um, I mean probably something about Animal Crossing yeah you were getting so annoying with the
0: turnip stuff that we created a separate group because we would go, hey, <laughs> what's your what's your price today? What's your price today? Well, if you if you sign up to this website, David, you don't even need to know each other's prices and you can go to some randoms, get in the queue. And if you pay £5, you can jump that queue. And I was like, right, okay, right. Let's set up a separate group where we can but, talk about the prices on our t- turnip. Uh, and our absolute right. wankers. But no, how do you not? not the, you must I have set up group you. when I didn't do E3 that time. Or... Uh, yeah, maybe, but I think I don't remember what that was. That's not yeah. the main group. The main group is David's David's turnips. When you're not about,
1: um, but yeah, yeah, that's so good. I know, at least I know now. I was trying to find the one without Sean for when Sean didn't do e three, but I cannot find that now. the One so. without
0: Sean is oh yeah. What's the one with oh? It's just we just use our iMessage group, don't oh, we? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. That's Yeah, yeah, because we're all Apple Apple yeah. guys. We got rid yeah. of the Android dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just is I
1: message bastard.
0: Yeah, well, we used to call. I mean, uh, look, I don't know if this is offensive or not. So sorry if it, if it is, but we used to call each other the bum chums, which we don't do anymore. No. Um, is that? I don't know if that's bad or not. I, mm. It was uh, it was used in a nice way because we all love each other. Yeah, um, but, but apparently I don't know. <laughs> that's what it used to be called, but now we haven't got a name for it. Um, so it's quite quite upsetting, really. But uh, so anyway. Yesterday, about, what, just after lunchtime, um, Sean comes in and goes, oh, yeah, so we can't do it tonight because James is not feeling very well. I have no idea why James couldn't tell me that he wasn't feeling
1: very well and that Sean had to come in as a representative. Yeah, so he said, in in the group where you weren't in, James <laughs> right. says, I've started feeling unwell. And we're like, okay, well, we should, we should probably move it then, but let's put us in the main group and then... Yeah, Sean said James is ill, and it all and went from there. <laughs> okay, okay, right. So I, Very I exciting a behind
0: the curtain stuff. So anyway, so you guys were going. Can we move it to tomorrow? And I was kind of like, okay, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure Charlie will be better tomorrow, and I'll get some sleep, and it will be better and fine. So um, I went to even sleep though it'd like be night. mad
1: stress to do it on Tuesday because. There's fuck loads of stuff to do anyway. I know.
0: you. Yeah, right. So we need to we need to edit and we need to get it out for Wednesday morning, right? right like, social, so, do the artwork, do the exactly, there's publish loads to do. It. Yeah, love yeah. that. Love um, that. So I think, okay, let's do it. Let's do it Tuesday. Let's move it to Tuesday. I could do that. Then today we get messages saying, oh, yeah, Sean and James can't do it. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on. This has gone from me having a week off because I've had a tough weekend to now me doing a show with just Matt. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's like, how has that happened? Yeah, I couldn't so, have needed this less, frankly, but you know, if they're real, they're real, but fucking and not, hell. And not only I mean, that, you've well, I say you've got to edit.
0: You just before we hit record, you started again. So David, could you just uh could, was, could you like, top and tail if after, you after had the could the you just opportunity. top and tail the podcast after we record? Because I'm gonna do all the social stuff. And I went, Matt, are you asking me to edit the show this week? And you went, Yeah. I was like, right, brilliant. That's, that's two minutes before we started recording. So that's, <laughs> well, that's me okay. up to one You can say
1: no, I'll do it. But I'm just, no, thought it's I'll do it. I can't do it. <laughs> you should have just raised up your,
0: your broken wrist then. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought I'd ask for some help, mate. Because it
1: hurts. <laughs> My wrist hurts. My wrist does have bloody
0: been, hurt, actually. We ha- but, but in short, we have been stitched up this week. We have been absolutely stitched up this week, is
1: a joke. You know, I've got one wrist. All right, <laughs> I'm recovering from an operation. I was meant to do a bonus show last week, but I couldn't because the pain was so much. And I've come here off my deathbed, off my old deathbed. <laughs> um, it's going to be a weird show this week.
0: So I really do. Um, you know, listen. If you're not into it, if you're not into the vibe. Feel free to turn off. I would absolutely love to know what percentage of listeners don't tune in, like, of get this far and go, nah, nah it's not for me. It's not for me this week. So if if you do it, I'm, um, uh, like, I don't judge you. I just want to know what your IP addresses are. I wish we could find that out and your list of fears. <laughs> what
1: if this is what if this is the most downloaded episode of all time, though, David? Then we get rid of the other two. We have to have cut, a real cut, thing, cut the don't Patreon fifty fifty. Lovely old job. Oh, here we go. Lovely old Here job, lovely
0: with of extra money, <laughs> hide it away from the text map. No, would like we, don't, to we fa- don't do that. No, no we don't, don't do that. Do, good, no, you can check my records. We would like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, The QuickBooks Chap, Simon Nelson, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights and Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Smooth Monkey, Richard Sawyer, John Tempelli, Jackie Sniper, Sam Higton. Tom S, Stan, Philip with an F, Fred Fenge, John the Nelsmeister Nelson, Ryan Cobain and a new full Nels member. It's Stephen Littler. Now, Stephen, I'm going to say the obvious. I bet you've heard this loads in the past couple of months. Brother's not Luke, is it? And if it is, can I have some free <laughs> tickets? Because I would love it to watch the darts live. Um, if it's not, then I apologise because you probably had that about a million times. But if it is, incredible! <laughs> Ali Pally, finally no, we you. found the venue da, for T C Jesscon. You you joke? I don't. John joke. and I, John and I, were very seriously talking about setting up some sort of darts tournament this morning. We were like, me versus Matt. John versus I don't know that needle drop guy Fantano. We could get that oh, going. Yeah, in. yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> James Farley versus I don't know, try and find the well, the yeah, because
1: obviously you know you have things like you know celebrities boxing. We have you know had Anthea Turner's husband Ricky Gervais back in the day. We've had you know things like KSI and you know Logan Paul today. But there's never really been like a celebrity slash podcasting darts tournament. And I'm thinking maybe or, it's the time or
0: Pog's tournament we or could pogs. have a po- we could do pogs that pogs, would- i said darts, the only problem with curling. darts right is the is bad darts is worse than bad boxing like bad boxing you are kind of like well at least have a you know, bit of a scrap or whatever. But bad bad darts is just boring to watch is it seven <laughs> One. 42 1 <laughs> 1 <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> do we have to yeah. do five? Yeah. Do, do we have to finish on a double? Yes. <laughs> double yes, one. you do. Double one. <laughs> <laughs> double one. Um, Matt, you require two.
1: You've hit the twenty again, Matt. <laughs> Let's. Can yeah. we try and go for that? Uh, <laughs> no score? And <laughs> um, j- just just to clarify, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, Anthea Turner's husband, comma Ricky Gervais. I couldn't remember her husband's name at the time. Do you remember? Oh, at the time you couldn't. What about now? Or well, now? I can't remember okay. the name of a
0: husband now. I don't, I don't care. This, this is going to be a weird show. Um, uh, thank you so much for supporting us over at patreon.com forward slash TCGS Grant Bovey. Um, That's and the right. thank, thank, thank you, Grant, you Grant Bovey. The chat there. In the chat. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've put out our bonus show. That was a weird one. You weren't
1: there. Have you heard it yet? I have. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Was it? Was it? <laughs> that was the most. <laughs> was it? <laughs> No, it's, it's good. Uh, I yeah, you know, there wasn't. I mean, obviously, you were quite sympathetic to me, so there wasn't like what a prick he's not here. But no, it's no, good.
0: we were nice, weren't we? Yeah, you we were, were nice. nice.
1: Um, and uh, uh, we have got plans for
0: Wednesday night. So that's yeah. Wednesday the twenty eighth of February. Hopefully, the other two are well enough to do it. Because if not, it's our last <laughs> night to do it in February. Yeah. If not, it's going to be me and you watching old episodes of bits. I think. Okay, I'm up for that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm up um, for that too. So on the but day this comes out, uh, which is Wednesday, there'll be a Patreon post which I was doing to do, uh, which will have information <laughs> about what we're doing tonight. And tonight is in Wednesday, not tonight is in Tuesday.
0: <laughs> well, we know. Well, we know. Yeah, we'll tell you. We can say it, can't we? Yeah, well, we can tell me. Yeah. If, if if we can tell me, well, if all four of us are here, which hopefully you know. Um, uh, James and uh, Sean get better. It. It's
1: not looking good. But. No, we're doing a Sonic
0: Choose Your Own Adventure book. It's I think it's Volume Three: Sonic vs. Sonic, which is a character we'd all forgotten about, isn't it? Yeah, on it's Sonic. interesting.
1: We've gone straight into Volume Three, but I'll tell that. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we couldn't uh, actually. Volume One was like really expensive. It was like twenty-six quid. 26 so we're not quid. that. Yeah, so Sonic versus Sonic. Hopefully tomorrow night. If not, me and. Matt will be watching Changing Rooms, uh, <laughs> talking over episodes of Ground Force.
1: <laughs> Come down with me, all the classics. Right. Okay, should we get some feedback from last week's show, Matt? Yes, first bit of feedback is from some sort of snivelling turd person. <laughs> Confession, I'm not sure, but I think I might be the loathsome back page pod grass. Last year, <laughs> I drew attention to this exchange from episode 370, Even Dave Do Know Things. And don't worry, everyone, I've got some audio. Right, okay. Back page. Back page pod. No, James, how, how, do I, how do I do that? Just call some names. Slag off game
0: court. Yeah, it's rubbish. There you go. There we Ooh. go. I can not believe you said that. that I'm going to clip We're it. we recovering from that now. I'm there's gonna, there's the gonna evidence. I'm going to clip it. <laughs> right, okay, James, <laughs> you started this beef, mate. That's bag out of order.
1: And now we're here to defend you, even though our client hasn't even bothered turning up in in court. (laughs) Um, anyway, by way of pennant, instead of deleting it in shame, I have left the proof of my disgusting act on the internet for all to see. And this is a tweet, and it was at Backpage Pod. Can't believe what James Farley's been saying about Games Court on TCGS Co I can't bear <laughs> feuding so much. It's such a shame to hear what he says in episode 370, <laughs> approximately two hours 21 minutes. And to know that you won't be able to stand for it and will feel the need to retaliate. So sad. Oh my Th- God, that had no likes on it as well. That's well all Yeah, dear. there's a reference okay. to that. They rose above it, so So A, it was all for nothing, and B, I did worry it was taken as a genuine snitching despite the unorthodox snitching method of sending a message on a public platform directed at both them and you. I can't rule out the possibility that there are other snitches out there operating in more dastardly ways, but hopefully my fate, and more particularly my fate of my tweet, zero likes, zero retweets, and one low-level worming into Samuel Roberts' brain, resurfacing (laughs) five months later, serves as an example to others. Other confessions, I had... Uh, several Osborne Puzzle Adventures <laughs> with absolutely no adve- no memory of Agent Arthur, oh, and I tried to get my seven year old to read an Osborne Puzzle Adventure recently, and he thought it was rubbish.
0: Oh right, okay. I was considering maybe getting some for Harry, but I yeah, I've that's one of those things where it's like Dad, just no, just don't do that. Used to do... be
1: cool when I was a, when I was in school. All the cool kids read.
0: <coughs> read them. He did like uh, Bart Simpson's Guide to Life, though. He read that cover to cover. He was enjoying that. I need to go back to that. That was. Uh, well, has that he was changed
1: thing. his? Has he changed his attitude since then? Has he got more more too or? Uh...
0: Mm, no, he's uh, he's not got. I um, I really embarrassed him yesterday. I oh, know. What did you do? Because um, <laughs> picked him up from school. school. No, because he was watching The Simpsons, and in The Simpsons, oh, I picked him up from school. I was you cheeky. I was um on The Simpsons. There was a joke where uh lisa's in uh, this is boring to everyone but listen we're we're going off the rails this week again if you don't like the tangent the
1: podcast
0: yeah (laughs) tangent the podcast is the name of the episode (laughs) so so in the simpsons there's an episode where lisa goes uh to like a um a performing arts camp and then when she gets in the car she realizes how crap the world around her is because she gets in the car, Marge plays a song for Lee, for, for Maggie, all the way home, and it sounds like this. Ready? Brush your teeth, comb your hair, have an apple or a pear. Brush your teeth, comb your hair, have an apple or a pear. Brush your teeth, comb your hair. Love this. You get the picture, right? So, what? For? <laughs> Harry saw that, and he sang it. Over and over and over again for two straight days to the point where we're like, mate, you have to stop. This is getting this is really all of our lives. So, uh, I had to drop him off because Charlie was off school on yesterday, Monday. So, I had to take him in and he was singing it all the way in the car. And I'm going, mate, this is you've got to stop. So, to get him back, I I dropped him off as he's walking to the gate. I follow him with my car, windows down, volume up blazing out of the window <laughs> oh god, going like Uncle Buck. Harry Harry <laughs> Harry, and, 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 Harry or a have a lovely day at school oh Harry my god. did you <laughs> seriously do that? <laughs> yeah. oh no I wouldn't do it if I didn't know he could
1: take it and he was cracking up oh god I wonder what the <laughs> other kids at school for. Oh, what a cool dad what a That's cool, cool what coolest. Thought, yeah, yeah, that just reminds me of Uncle Buck you know and he like <laughs> What does Dro- he do? He, he like drops a girl off or whatever, you know. When when like the, uh, the, the his young kind of relatives are hating him at that point, and then like the car makes like a massive kind of like you know kickback, whatever, like the exhaust, and it's all just like oh, Jesus Christ. Basically, he did Uncle Buck. It's not the same thing. <laughs> similar. He
0: just had a broken car by the sounds of it. Leave yeah, Uncle Buck but they and were him.
1: embarrassed about him, and in the end, they they grew to love him. That's Uncle Buck for you, <laughs> Sarah Dyer. <laughs> No I do not remember the Osborne Osborne uh, adventure books. I was all about the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure scare books, baby. <laughs> I don't remember them. I well, think yeah, was... you remember Goosebumps, though, right? Yeah, sort
0: of. What was the other one? It was Goosebumps, um, but the R.L. Stein
1: R.L. R. Stein, yeah, Camp Fear, oh, that shit me right yeah, but up. But
0: what was what were they called? You had Goosebumps, but there was another sort of horror kids horror book. Um. It was... Yeah, I don't There was another one, wasn't there? And they were the ones that I read. Uh oh, Bone Chillers, people were saying in the chat. I don't bone think it was chillers. bone chillers. RL Stein. L Stein, Stein Books Fucking. <laughs> this is what we've gone to now really. we're already, we're yeah, giggling. Googling. Uh, it
1: was Goosebumps, right? The R.S. did Goosebumps. Are you afraid of it the was... dark? No, I'm not, but thanks for asking,
0: Louie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. The Hitchhiker. I think they were just R.L. Stein books. That's the one yeah. that I remember reading. Yeah, the yeah, Hitchhiker. Big stuff, big stuff. Anyway.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Steve OP. Matt, my dude. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. I love the fact that you just moved on. Also, I, I don't know we're, we're, <laughs> I didn't just, know we're no, still going fine. on the book. No, that's fine. Let's keep going on the, no, the book fine. tip. Babysitter's Club. I think that's what it was. Babysitter's Club. Hold on. Babysitter's. We'll get to video games in a yeah, bit. Yeah, right? um, also, shall be Googling this in like a... You know, okay, fine. Babysitter's club books. No, no they're mocking you, David. That's not it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you said that, Louis P well done.
0: <laughs> they're mocking you, David. <laughs>
1: I think mean, it was just uh, R.L. Stinebooks Point horror, horror, here we go oh, my God. Point this, horror. Is be, this is going to be the worst episode of all time <laughs> Yes, Point Horror, that's the one That's where I, wrote, I wrote, read uh, Camp fear. Point Horror, good work Yes, Point Horror, those were the ones Absolutely bang on, Point thank Horror Thank you Dave Hodgkins Yes,
0: thank you Dave Hodgkins um, <laughs> <laughs> to just We will get We will get To uh <laughs> We will get to video games uh, eventually. All right, next bit of wait, feedback. Will we? I'll just
1: scroll down to what you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Steve OP. <laughs> this is such a bad show. <laughs> Matt, my Matt dude. Ones? What? Sweet Valley High, Louie The joke's been and gone. Right, right. Okay. Listen, Matt, forget the chat. Listen, you know,
0: I, I, this morning I was thinking, right, it's just me and Matt. We did have a guest lined up, but they had to pull out as well, which is totally understandable by the way. It's mm-hmm. totally, you know, but but um so it's just me and Matt. I was thinking, it's gotta be better than no show,
1: right? <laughs> and now I don't know about no, it. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I think this is. Let's move on. Steve I, OP, Matt, my dude, you don't need to skate to use an electric skateboard. Just lie down, cover your gonads in case you hit a light pole, preferably with a thick textbook that like the forty second edition of Grey's Anatomy, and let a rip. Oh yeah, don't forget to cover your arm. Safety first, dude. <laughs> Steve Thank you, Steve Op. Yeah, thanks. I'm thinking about getting the old electric skateboard back out, but maybe when don't. I've got two two working wrists.
0: Yeah, don't. don't. No, I
1: only I only got hit by a car once during that whole time Fine. I had the electric skateboard. Is there going to be a time where you go, I've got to grow up a bit? Nah. Why though? But that's so stupid. Why? Um, I don't. Yeah, a lot of people, I think maybe actually there's another message here about my midlife crisis, and I've had like ten of them so <laughs> far. <laughs> I mean Ten like midlife crisis. You know, Jill was livid the fact I I, learnt, I went and started learning skateboard. And I learned learned snowboard. So like, you're 41, what are you doing? It's like, mm, I guess who is that?" But I don't know, I just but it's really not wanna... like
0: we're not it's not like we're not saying, "Hey man, le you know, live your best life. We're not saying don't do that. We're just saying when you hit your 40s, your bones are more brittle than that."
1: Well, I I've learned that. Like, That's a bit soon physically. actually, David, to uh, <laughs> refer to that. <laughs> It's yeah, I don't.
0: You don't. You don't seem to have learnt your lesson. Well, we will get to video. We'll get to video games. I haven't soon. broke anything
1: since. I think it's fine. Um, okay. Yeah. What? Well, hold on. Yes, you did break things since breaking your arm. Uh, I think it's fine. Just said it was displaced. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next bit of feedback. Um, Adam C. Oh yeah, David. This one you might have to sit down for. You are sitting down. Okay. Cool. You might have to sit <laughs> down for this one because there's there's you you've got some. Some negative feedback. Adam C. One, I listen to all your podcasts, and no, I listen to your podcasts and all podcasts on two point five speed. It's no different; just saves time.
0: Fuck two point five speed. Two point five speed, Adam. That's. Do you mean one point
1: five speed? It is written in two point five. I
0: know it says two point five speed, but that's insane
1: to me. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Two, I haven't heard of these weird puzzle books, although I'm only 25 and I've read several retro fighting fantasy adventure books. Yeah. That's cool. That's fine. Three, this this is the one you might have to be prepared for. David always says come instead of (laughs) came, such as Skyrim come out in 2011 instead of Skyrim came out in 2011. Do you have a response, David? Yeah, I'm working class. You got a problem with that? (laughs)
0: Not, <laughs> From a working class background. Adam C does. Problems? Yeah, Adam C, you do, do you? Adam C's delivered. Interesting. 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 That's a shame. That's Four. a shame. It's you better surprising. tell my class. What oh,
1: was that? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Four, it's surprising that David says he cannot find enemies on Foam Stars, as the UI literally highlights all players all of the time. So enemy players are indicated through rules across the entire map. You can never lose sight of them. Sounds like a skill issue. Love the pod. Keep on trucking. Yeah, but the problem is it blends in with the foam and shit all over the thing. It's too busy.
0: You can't keep track of them. Yeah, they might have an outline, but it's not clear enough. uh, Sorry, I didn't like that game at all. You will get to video games soon, though. So
1: Um, thanks for your feedback, Adam C. Melee Microwave, feedback for episode 389. Matt clearly forgot that Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut came out early in the PS5's live cycle when he was talking about remastering the game. I absolutely did, actually. I totally forgot that that came out. Um, so that's on me. I still think he'll probably do another one. Sorry, How it wasn't are we
0: getting a battering? I don't get it. We're the only two that have shown up this week, and we're getting a ba- battering. Well, in no, the
1: there was feedback about James and Sean, but I thought, why put that in when neither of them have been asked to turn up to the show, David? So, <laughs> you know, even though I've got one fucking wrist and you haven't slept for about two months, so you know, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you
1: mean. Yeah, uh, Geen. The most surprising part of David's tirade on Mario versus Donkey Kong is that he bes- he bestowed. Upon it, a 5 out of 10. I'd hate to hear what he has to say about a 3 out of 10 or, Lord help us, a 1 out of 10. On that note, Mario vs Donkey Kong was disappointing (gasps) 20 years ago as well and a poor excuse for a Donkey Kong 94 sequel, which I highly recommend you give a go on your me U minis donkey on 94 is still an absolute joy to play thanks for letting me be natural gene boxer briefs shoe size 9 us <laughs> griddle currently procrastinating from clearing a chinchilla cage in florida and i've never heard of david's choose your Own adventure series <laughs> but i have fond memories of a couple of super mario world themed cyoa uh, no they were, were super mario ones well maybe there that's super next mario ones.
0: Oh yeah we got to do one
1: of them if the Sonic one works out, we've got to do a Super for Sonic World, to the Super Mario Bros. We are getting right into those choose your own adventure books. And that is it, it's it's not not for good, yeah. feedback, yeah. go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs and let Sean and James really know what you think of them.
0: <laughs> Should we get some news? Yes,
1: um, that's me. Um, We're going to start, unfortunately, with more terrible layoff news. Um, Today, uh, PlayStation announced that they're cutting 8% of the workforce, which equates to 900 jobs worldwide. Uh, Here's some of the quotes from Jim Ryan. He wrote a letter to staff saying, I want to be as transparent as possible with you, our partners and our community about what this means. We envision reducing our headcount by about 900 people or 8% of our current workforce. There will be impact for employees across all SIE regions, Americas, EMEA, Japan, and APAC, and several PlayStation Studios are affected. I know that receiving this news will be hard and unsettling, and you're wondering what this means for you. Timelines and procedures for how we approach this will vary based on your location due to local laws and regulations. Uh, For those of you in the US, all impacted employees will be notified today. In the UK, it's proposed that PlayStation Studios' London studio will be closed in its entirety. There'll be reductions in FireSprite Studio and there'll be reductions in various functions across SIE in the UK. Jason Schreier later reported that uh, amongst the other divisions, Layoffs were actually hit. Insomniac, who obviously released Spider-Man 2 last year, Naughty Dog, um, you know, who uh, last year cancelled their big multiplayer version of Last of Us, and Guerrilla, uh, obviously behind the Horizon games, which are basically three of PlayStation's most successful subsidiaries. I mean, Spider-Man 2 is like one of the fastest selling games on PlayStation ever and it you know it still doesn't seem to change the fact that playstation like so many organizations in in gaming right now is is making these what cuts. What is
0: going on? I mean when you've got like Insomniac, I and, and Naughty Dog, you know, you think I mean even Guerrilla like, I don't I don't get it. I don't. there's obviously a reason and you know some of the reports that were coming out about how uh, Jim Ryan was visit- visiting uh, London Studios Yeah, just last uh, week, f- with last week um, taking photos yeah. with staff and smiling and all that. And you just go, wow, this seems to really have come out of the blue for for PlayStation employees. And um, these these layoffs are no worse than the layoffs across the industry. You know, we're not saying these are worse because they're at, uh, at PlayStation. But fucking hell, man, if you've got, so uh, like it's just wild what's going on out there at the moment, and uh, we we keep reiterating the point that this sucks, and we feel terrible for all the people that are being let go at the moment um and we will keep reiterating it it is it's awful, man, and it's this is the this is the industry we love, we want it to thrive, and we want it to succeed and and um right now it is not doing that it yeah. is uh in panic mode by the looks of it and it's horrible as a consumer because there will be an impact on this on the games we play in 5 years time there will be an impact on this um and it's it uh, it's, it sucks man it fucking sucks
1: yeah i mean we'll never know obviously we had covid and that affected so many things um and, but in gaming affected, you know there's massive kind of pill uh, you know hiring lots of people um and then you know we've had These kinds of things happen a lot, and a lot of people saying it was over hiring during COVID, but COVID affected how games are developed and and all sorts. And now we're going to have what essentially this other part, which seemingly following on from that, which is then, as you say, going to massively affect what games come out, how and you know, and people's livelihoods and like the size of the industry, whether people even want to join the games industry, you know, or people that are in it saying, I can't be in this kind of stress filled environment anymore. So, yeah, I mean, it might take five, ten years, but. And maybe it were hard to quantify or really see the impact, but there will be an impact from these thousands of people that are being told they don't have jobs anymore, whether they want to go back in or not. It's um, incredibly sad. It is incredibly sad, and <clears throat> like we always say if, anyone's, let's say, if we if anyone's
0: listened to us, that's been affected, um, uh, we wish you the best, and we we hope you find employment as soon as possible because uh, we know what it can feel like. Uh, the stress that you go through um, dealing with this sort of stuff and then trying to find something new, especially in a world that's so full of people that are also looking for similar jobs. It sucks. Um, so good luck, to everyone.
1: Yeah, there's there's more layoffs. Um, Dark Pictures developers Supermassive have massive they laid off 90 staff this week. Um, yeah, there's reports of, you know, of the business. Uh, The quote here is, it's no secret that the games industry is currently facing significant challenges and unfortunately we aren't immune to this. After much deliberation and with deep regret, we are therefore undertaking a reorganisation of supermassive games. As a result, we are entering a period of consultation which we will anticipate result in the loss of some of our colleagues. It's not a decision that's been taken lightly and many efforts have been made to avoid this outcome. Uh, we're also aware of how unsettling and difficult this process is going to be for our employees and we'll be working closely with those involved to ensure the process is conducted as respectfully and compassionately as possible. Uh, so this happened, I think, on uh, Monday. And yeah, I mean, it's just very clear that you know, this is, this stuff is just going to keep continuing. But, like, but there's no why? way we're near the end. And, but wh- um, well, like,
0: why, why aren't these companies saying what it is that's causing this? Like they always say, oh, there's nothing we could do. It's all about... What? why? What's changed between this year and five years ago? Like, what? I, You know,
1: I want to hear. Yeah, well, we can only guess. I mean, from the outside, you know, like cost of living has gone up, you know, even like cost, you can say like energy bills. You know, what does, does that mean people are going to downsize offices and also returning to work? Are less people going and wrecking to work? Does that also mean they can make savings elsewhere? Does Have they learned to work differently post-COVID and actually... They can say make savings. Is it AI? I mean, we'll, we'll never know. I mean, even there was an extended quote from Jim Ryan where he mentioned about, um, it's become clear changes we make to grow the business and develop the company. We had to step back, look at our business holistically and move forward focusing on long-term sustainability of the company and delivering the best experiences possible for our community. I mean, these are words you've heard a lot and they're quite yeah, vague. and also and-
0: they're fucking counterproductive. To say things like, oh, we want the um best Best experiences experiences, so we're getting rid of loads of staff like what what are you talking about what how's that what what you what are you talking about like there's you can you can say buzzwords all you want like and try and reframe this as some sort of positivity towards growth but really you're just letting a lot of people down like it's it's um i don't see how you can justify this uh in terms of hey we want to create the best stuff we can so we're laying off a bunch of people like it's just bollocks isn't it
1: yeah and i think you might have said it a while ago you know that, i mean we'll, we'll never know truly about you know, the numbers behind these businesses and what one what savings they want to make or what shareholders want and so on and so forth but yeah other businesses might think well we don't necessarily need to make savings but there's an opportunity unfortunately to do so given all the noise and that's always some been people the case are just making like, yeah you're making you know, trying to make the business more efficient. Um whereas a few years ago there might have been like, you know, good. like they want to grow the headcount, they want to you know be seen in certain ways with a large 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 studio, I'm not sure, but yeah, it's uh it's it's sad and these these news stories aren't gonna stop seemingly. Yep. Okay. So on to other news. Um, last week there was a Nintendo Direct partner showcase. Uh, did you, did watch you actually slides? watch this? No, I didn't. I, I, um, well, I was working anyway, so I
0: didn't get to watch it. But then I sort of flicked through it, and I was like, okay, um, this isn't the stuff that gets me excited about Nintendo. I, I don't really play third-party games on their console much anymore. Um, I thought, you know, it sort of confirmed what we were saying about how. <laughs> soon this was after microsoft's announcements that there was probably going to be a microsoft or an xbox owned game uh, on this direct and and we and it was but i i wouldn't have expected it to be grounded
1: i was ex- i was very surprised to see grounded was coming to switch but yeah the funny thing about yeah so basically the whole the direct partner showcase started with grounded yeah um you know graphically it looked okay it's obviously you know definitely down downgraded from uh, from the Xbox to look for. I mean granted I haven't played enough but heard nothing but good things but just skipping near the end like Pentiment was also announced but in a montage it wasn't even like
0: oh was it really yeah, I didn't know that like, I didn't
1: oh, know yeah, that it, it wasn't like oh yeah and also the other Xbox game or well, you know not they would be that explicit really they probably wouldn't but there was no celebration literally just yeah oh yeah by the way Pental. Pensements coming. It's just, okay, yeah. fine.
0: Well, I suppose why would they? Like when you think about yeah, it, I it's guess. another third party company bringing out a game on their system. Like they don't owe them. They're, it's not special no, because no. it's Microsoft owned. And I, I guess if you started doing that, other third party company, companies would be going, well, hold on. Why is this? And maybe Microsoft don't want to, you know, pay for it. I don't know how the business side of these directs work. Um, Uh, because I'm sure there's some sort of balancing act to be made where Nintendo wants some decent announcements. Mm. So, you know, they'll want to encourage companies to advertise on their directs, but at the same time, they'll want to get paid for that airtime. So there must be some sort of balancing act going on there. Um, There was some other stuff in there. I mean, I've seen this South Park Snow Day. I don't like shitting on a game before it comes out, but my word, that looks like it's taking a step back for the world of South Park. When you had those two, Stick of Truth and um mm. a fractured butthole, uh, the, the, then you're bringing out this Snow Day thing, which looks like it's going back to the N64 first-person
1: shooter, <laughs> shooter days. It you did. just go, wow. It did look weird, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've got my views on this whole Direct in general, but when you had IPs or games like South Park, okay... Epic Mickey, okay, like and it's like World of Goo. it's like what year is this? It just felt like a re- like a direct from about five years ago. It was, well, it was this bit. is this is like it's the same. Like people are moving on with their um,
0: with their uh, hardware now. It's it it, it like it, people people look. The Switch is still obviously doing brilliantly, and it has been some console. This like it really it really has smashed this generation for Nintendo. But when Nintendo are done with a console, it just brings around such a f- awful feeling around the fucking thing. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, loads of games got announced, and um, but I was kind of left just a little bit. I mean, confused is the wrong word. I mean, there's lots of games, but nothing really for me. There's one game called Arranger, a role puzzling adventure where um, you kind of uh, move across the uh, the the map or the game by moving up and down. Almost like those puzzles where you're kind of rearranging the uh, the pictures. I thought that looked, that looked really, really nice. Um, not not haven't heard much more about that, but oh, uh, well, it's coming out this summer. Yeah, so Ranger Ranger looked really good, and yeah, there was a new Super Monkey Ball. Which I'm like, okay, well, yeah, how can you get about the new mini Super games? Monkey Ball? Is it got the mini games in it? Um, I don't know. I mean, they they, they show multiplayer. I don't know specifically about about the old the old uh, about the games. Yeah, it says over two hundred stages, four player local co op, and play of up to sixteen players online. It's out on twenty fifth of June. Well, I'd like to see what mini games are in there. If there's a little bit of Monkey Ball in there, then maybe. Maybe yeah, just I'm, maybe. I, I mean, I, ha- I, I guess I need to check. But um, yeah, I mean, I can't not get excited about a new, a uh, new Super Monkey Ball. And yeah, it looks. Uh, Star it Wars
0: Battlefront games coming to Switch. I don't think anyone was asking for that, but they're but there. sixty-four I guess. players
1: online, though. Yeah, I
0: know. But <laughs> on it, Switch. It's a bit weird. Um, I can't imagine it'll look amazing. Um, yeah, it, it Disney, looks okay. Disney's Epic Mickey's getting a remake. Um, so that was a popular Wii game. I never actually played it.
1: No, no, Did I didn't even know.
0: The people rate that, so maybe I don't know, man. It, it it just feels like that that
1: console's at the end of its life, and we're waiting for the new one to be announced. Now, aren't when we? I watched that Epi Mickey trailer, I was like, th- when are Disney going to make a a Mickey Mouse movie or something? Like, if I just thought, okay, like you know, Mickey is what? Well, am I missing am I missing a big one in recent years? Um, Steamboats Willie. I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I thought, obviously, everyone says, oh, yeah, Mario's, like, you know, Nintendo's version of Mickey Mouse or whatever, or, you know. But, like, hang on. When was the last Mickey Mouse kind of movie to make? I I don't know. Have irrelevant? you heard that voice? But so many people are like, who or what? I mean, i Do I'm, you want that? Do you want a Mickey Mouse movie? You think that'll be the one? I, I don't just, think kids just give just a shit about Mickey Mouse. Me, hang on. Like, this, this dude has been in nothing for a million years. And he's, they're like, He's their main mascot, really, isn't
0: he? No, he's their Ronald McDonald. I think it's just the you know, it's the the symbol. It's not an actual
1: character that you want a movie out of, is it? I just think I would like a gritty origin story. Give
0: me another Cars. No, Cars was horrendous.
1: No way. No, it wasn't.
0: You just you've just joined the whole. uh, There's a narrative around Cars. People thought, oh, this is too when really actually Cars 1 was decent Cars 2 one of the worst films ever made anyway <laughs> okay, right it changed, changed pretty quickly then. Okay, that was find. pretty bad Cars 2 when they um, went, there's, there's no game, game called Pennies
1: what they were
0: spies weren't they yeah I never got on, I never got one of on them
1: and also I'm sorry Chris if you're listening I never got on a Shrek series either what? never never got on with them Anyway, don't Penny's care. Big Breakaway looks—it's from the—it's from the, the game—it's from the team behind Sonic Mania. It basically looks like a Dreamcast game, or it reminded me very much of like a Sega game. Yeah, like, but be, so did so did um, Balance Wonderworld. So let's be careful. Yeah, but this one, yeah, from the team behind Sonic Mania, a good game. Yeah, Penny's Big Breakaway just looked—it just looked really comforting. It like you know, put it on Sunday afternoon. Wonder Years is on later. Mum's making a roast. It's you know, you're back to being twelve did years old. Did you ever have know. that
0: in your life? Did you ever?
1: <laughs> Yeah, I watched Wonder Years when I was younger. Yeah, did you? Yeah, didn't you? Nah. I um. oh, you are young. You're young, younger. <laughs> You're younger. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess it kind of ended with well. There's a couple of bigger, bigger announcements at the end, and they were that there are five rare games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. They are Snake, Rat and Roll, R.C. Pro Am, Battle Toads, Killer Instinct, and if you've got the Expansion Pack Plus, also Blast Corps. So, oh nice I
0: thought yeah. Blastcore was already on there but no you're right that was on I played that recently and that is still worth playing
1: Blast Blastcore do you ever play it? Um, no I remember everyone raving about it I mean I didn't have an N64 at that point so music
0: was banging should we listen to some Blastcore music yeah see get what it you on it? get it out. on um, here we, here, here, here's, here's one go on, Jim, you're quick apple or a
1: bear oh no oh, sorry f- that's, the,
0: that's that song <laughs> All right, fucking okay. hell you uh, the blast hole music. what do you what would you think it was like? Uh industrial. Industrial. Well you're about to find out because this is this is not industrial. Oh no, that's a little bit industrial. But that's like the main theme. Uh, wait, hold on. That sounds very sonic. <laughs> <laughs> there's one hold on, there's one I need to find it. Well, it's like a banjo song.
1: And it—it's really good. You're thinking about a different game. No. What
0: Boy. 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 Um. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe the music stops because I remember. Anyway, it ended.
1: Uh, there was a one more thing. Uh, I was quite hyped, but it ended with Endless Ocean Luminos. So. I'm not sure this is. I'm not sure this is a remake. i again. I'm really I just, whatever. I think this is another Endless Ocean game. There's been others. Basically, you can sim, uh, go in, in the sea with up to thirty other people exploring kind of marine life and other things under the sea. Um, Five hundred different species of marine life it says here. Um, yeah, it looked look quite nice. Oh yes, it's uh, Endless Ocean was a Wii series. Uh, thanks, Scientologist. Um, didn't play it myself, but yeah, the new one's out. It looked okay. The fact you and Twain are never mates can go under the water. That sounds okay. Out in May, um, it was obviously one more thing. So clearly, they thought it was big enough to save it for the end and look nice. But it well, look, look, look. Really these these oh, third me. party
0: ones have always been what they are. There's the, you never expect them to be amazing. This seems like a decent amount of games. Uh, some f- uh, a few surprises in there, and um, and and that's that. We'll wait until we get our first proper Nintendo Direct. Because what have they got to show this year? What are they going to do? If if, if the rumours are true and the new Switch is moving to next year, what are they going to do, <laughs> Like What are they going to do on their next Direct? I mean, so when Princess Peach is out in when? In when? In <laughs> it's, when? It's, it's out in next
1: month, I think. Okay, right. Well, I've no idea. What if they just put an old one on? How long do you reckon, <laughs> how long do you reckon it takes for people to notice? Yeah, March twenty second,
0: the new Princess Princess Peach Showtime, it's called, Um, and it looks pretty good. But as we've
1: previously said, it's a girl's game, so unfortunately, we cannot play it. Gutting, really. This is where I think. I mean, maybe I'm giving too much credit Nintendo, but this is where I think. Okay, they will have games in their back pocket, like re re well remastered. You know, not remade, but like remastered maybe. Like, okay, fine, just release ga- release Galaxy on Switch. Like, they can... I mean, it's not very exciting, but they can put out three games, three four games over the next, you know, like... Release Galaxy tw- on Switch? What are you talking about? As in, like, maybe like a re... Well... I've already got Galaxy on Switch. I think Naila Ben's comment there was about the Galaxy theme switch where they had like a, a different oh, right. coloured switch but <laughs> yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. a, a remaster I mean yeah maybe they they don't they're not doing this but I think like, they've got some remasters HD remakes or up-res games in their back pocket so nothing's coming out let's just deploy I these I don't over want next that year. I'm so sick of that we were talking I, about I, that last week I know that week? but they, they need to do something and I think they might maybe have that like hey, well, fine, go just, on have a guess what would it be
0: um uh because there's well, not many left, they've
1: really taken the piss for this. Well, I mean, as 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 I mean, as you want Galaxy Two, that's one. Galaxy Two would be good. Yeah, I think we, no, all we want we Galaxy the, Two. We, we but... never got all the Zelda up, you know, whereas the the rumored Wind Waker and what was the other pack, Twilight Princess. Ah, oh, fucking hell! If they I, start stopping? This doesn't inspire switch. me. I'm just saying, why wouldn't they have them in their back pocket and say, yeah, fine, launch it? If we are, if indeed we are going to get no new console until March, it seems because this are the is earliest. what they
0: do. I mean, it, James is listening to this and laughing because we he knows that this is what they do. It's as if the company go, okay, done, let's move on. We're all moving on the next one. So wait a couple of years of nothing, and then we'll and then we'll release a new one with a couple of really like big games. Um, and I think that's probably what's going to happen. I just can't wait to see this next Nintendo Direct. I hope I'm wrong. And then they start
1: coming out with all this wicked shit. Yeah, I do Okay, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not too excited, but we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I, so they often do. They do a big one September, and they do a big one around E3 time, right? So no, we didn't have to wait till September. They did one before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like they big ones each year are like the June one and the September one. So maybe no, right. we might be a bit bit silent between now and E3 time. But March, who knows? April, May are just silent. You reckon that's? I mean, they'll talk about Princess Peach and and some maybe some third-party releases, but uh, I mean, <laughs> who knows what they've got in store? Probably nothing. Um, okay. In terms of other other manufacturers, though, uh, Microsoft is reportedly preparing to launch a new white digital-only version of his top-end Series X in June or July this year. Makes sense. So, a white one, Series X, no disc drive. Yeah, June or July. Um. Like the, the, the there was there was the, all the you know the rumored or kind of leaked uh, p- uh, images and information about the all digital console There was going to be like the kind of updated X that came out from all the uh, the court documents, but I don't know, just a white X with with no disc drive. I mean, I kind of would well, want a bit three fifty. What then? They're gonna suddenly look, they're going to launch it and do a price drop.
0: Well, no, it would just be cheaper because it hasn't got the disc drive in it. Mm. Well, they're not
1: going to lock hundred quid off though for no disc drive.
0: Well, I think maybe they could. Uh, they,
1: mm, yeah. F- I don't mean they, do, then they won't do. A, they won't do any price drop. I don't think they'll be like oh new and, and maybe they'll say oh faster what? Wi-Fi. No way. Or-
0: they don't release the the discless version at four fifty.
1: That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, console price has gone up. I can't see them saying oh this is a white one. Tao no bet.
0: <laughs> there's no way. There's no way they release a discless version for 450
1: that doesn't happen it'll be 400 max I reckon 400 tops yeah okay yeah so it will have it'll be a series X in terms of power so maybe yes. they might make cost cost savings and efficiencies and this yeah. and the other um, taking out the disk drive what's that save fiver no it's
0: not so much what it saves it also means that you have to buy the games on the store
1: yeah, but they're already kind of they're already lost leading on the on the hardware anyway. But because but
0: they this PS Five do this though, Matt. And the discless version's cheaper than the the standard one.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess. But how much was it? It was like thirty, fifty quid cheap, wasn't it? So hmm, okay, yeah, okay. Well, are we saying four hundred quid then? So four hundred quid for Matt? I'm not trying to convince you here. You're an idiot if you think <laughs> they're launching.
0: If they're going to go right, we're going to keep. We've got that. You can have the black one with the, with the disc drive. For 450, or you can have the white one without the disk drive for also for 450. Do you know how mad that
1: is? Okay, right. Is this more mad if they said, um, we're this new one today is why faster Wi Fi or whatever, you know, 450, but we're reducing the one with the disk drive to 420. Yes, that would be insane. Yes, that would be that would be. Rid- Why would they do that? Because they can clear st- clear stock and then get. Oh yeah, no, you yeah, great. Right, okay, if they're yeah. discontinuing, <laughs> they
0: won't go and announce a new price for it. If they're dis- they're clearing. They're not clearing <laughs> stock, Matt. Matt, you work well, like- in marketing. This is mental, Sorry, mate. My Why head's you- gone. My head's gone. <laughs> yeah, how are those painkillers?
1: <laughs> they're very good, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what day it is um (laughs) okay anyway let's what else does this say okay right let's move on no no no, i'm continuing the story noted leaker xdaz1s writing for xbooter has claimed that not only are microsoft's all digital series x plan still alive the console set to release somewhere between uh, the the, the upcoming months of june and july although there are slight chances for a delay so you know, well, I mean, nothing. I'm thinking also to the fact that a couple of weeks ago
0: they said they've got more to say about hardware in the holiday season. So maybe yeah. that's everyone was going if handheld, it, but like, really actually Christ, this makes a bit more
1: exciting. And just you know, what do you want? A handheld Xbox. According to this person who has claimed to have seen confidential footage of a new console, the digital-only version of the Xbox Series X will, as well as jetsoning the optical disk drive for the original model, feature an improved heatsink, an upgraded Nexus card. Oh, mama. It's also claimed the revision will be white and an inversion of the current Series X color scheme, but it sounds like all aspects of the console will remain the same. And it will be more expensive than the current version. Yeah, it says £1,000. So, wow, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting idea.
0: I like when I, I challenged you on that. You went, well, console prices
1: have gone up. It's <laughs> like, well, based well, on uh, nothing. Well, we'll say, so, so you think this will be cheaper than the current Series X?
0: Well, why would you pick it over current Series X then if it's not cheaper? It's got I, I, less I functionality and it's more expensive. It, How that make
1: Oh yeah, see, I was saying like, what well, I'm not going to want to get one. He's been last year's leak. It had like a new, like cylindrical design, front-facing USB slot, better Wi-Fi, no. new controller. You would sell your one with a disc drive to have one without no, a no, disc drive. I, I'm saying I probably wouldn't. I'm saying <laughs> I wouldn't. <But> probably,
0: <laughs> Matt.
1: I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's just a word I put in there. Right. Should we move on to the next story? This is why James does it so well. Now I feel bad for mocking him every week. Okay. Right, PS5 Pro expected <laughs> this year. David, you want one? Uh, no. Next news story. I got. Uh, I got
0: absolutely mugged off with a PlayStation 4 Pro. I don't think oh, I'll right. ever get mind. That's not what you said at the. End. That's not what you said uh, towards uh, the end the of end. the generation. Yeah, at the
1: time I was. Oh fuck, man! Time. Time two. was way better on the Pro than the non-Pro. You did for about a week. I'll never forget. Right, I'll never forget. Matt got the Pro
0: first. Obviously, you got it in the same week that you got the the VR headset as well, didn't you? You got a was a low point.
1: That was a low yeah. point.
0: <laughs> and I remember one of the major things you were saying about, oh, I can't wait, the Pro's going to be quiet because the PS4 is an absolute <laughs> winter. Like, and we all turned up and played Destiny on your PS4 Pro at 4K and it was just as loud as a PS4. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, this, I don't It wasn't like just as said. loud,
1: it's slightly quiet. Slightly it quiet, was
0: just as loud, in my opinion. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that when when you look at right, okay, it's unfair to compare the series. the The one X was a massive upgrade from the yeah, one, that, that's that, mainly that changed because everything the one was dreadful, right? Um, uh, but the PS4 Pro, what a waste of time that was! I shouldn't have bought that. I don't know why I bought it. I shouldn't have bought it. It was stupid, Uh and I regretted mm. it soon after. Yeah, but you're not getting me again. PlayStation. Um,
1: just before we get on to this, I saw for the first time this week, uh, or last week, I saw the PS5 Slim. Oh, yeah. Should What's, not be called uh, that. What, what, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I know this, this, this discussion now had before, but oh my God, it's like barely smaller. It's right next to a regular PS5 as well. It's like, yes, it's smaller, but how dare you call that a Slim? Actually, I guess no one actually called it Slim. It's just the unofficial name. But Does it look as ugly as it does in the...
0: Does it look worse than the PS5? It looks um, like way side cheaper. On
1: it's got that big kind of gap in the middle, um, but it's like <laughs> I don't know. Is it use what, that shiny plastic there? as well? Um, I yeah, it does, does come with that tiny little that little like plastic white uh, plastic stand. If you're you know if you want to put it on the side. But anyway, back onto this. Um, Sony is expected <laughs> to launch a soup top version of the PS5 later like this year. Analysts have suggested. Um, the, a new CNBC report notes that there was now broad consensus in the game industry that Sony isn't indeed preparing a launch of PS5 Pro in the second half of 2024. Um, however, the report cautions that Sony is unlikely to see a huge uptick in PS5 sales year-on-year year as a result of the Pro's launch and is also unlikely to cut the cost of the base PS5 model as a result. Um, a quote here from... Uh, 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 who uh, Sergan Toto, who's a games analyst based in Tokyo, Sony will want to make sure they have a great piece of hardware ready for when GTA 6 hits in 2025. A launcher will be a shot in the arm for the entire games industry. Um, what are you thinking? you you'd just get it, though, wouldn't you? Automatically, because that's what you that's what you um, like. I mean, I do like having the latest and greatest, and I'm a massive mug, but let, let let's think right about the price now. The PS5 oh, went up in price, right? To yeah. what is it? 470. Even these days? 470, right? Now, they said here in this report, admittedly, um, so just an analyst thinking out loud, that uh, unlikely that the regular PS5 will go down in price. If this is indeed a more, you know, maybe not significantly, but a more powerful PS5, what, if it, what are we thinking? Like 600 quid? Yeah, I'm not. This is ridiculous. Forget I'm not about paying it. 600 pounds for a fucking Forget about Con games it. console. Like, it will be. At least 100 quid more, surely. That's just... I mean, I guess that's a guess, but come on.
0: Uh, I, look, I'm not paying that amount of money for a, a PlayStation. And secondly, I remember how disappointed I was upgrading from a PS4 to PS4 Pro. So you, the, it's it's not like they're going to cut off the PS5. It's still going to run games. No, um, no absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's, it's still going to run games, hopefully. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Uh, So yeah, no, forget this. I'm not even interested. I mean, yeah, the reason I got the Pro was because yeah, my PS4 was so loud I couldn't hear games anymore, Um, which I found was an issue. Now PS5, I don't think has that same sound issue for me personally. I mean, no, it doesn't. You can hear a bit, but nothing like the how bad the PS4 was. I think my Xbox has been louder actually than the PS5. um,
0: There are times where you can hear a fire, but then do kick up a fuss, don't they? Sometimes, Mm, but yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, this will have, you know, other slight improvements in probably things like Wi-Fi, maybe great storage, et cetera, et cetera, but they're going to have to really showcase why. Because, um, you know, I think I fingers on the, on Remap's podcast, they're saying about, you know, all the things like uh, performance mode versus quality mode, and we've kind of got that as a result of maybe the consoles not being as powerful as we thought they were going to be, but you know, that those modes will probably actually just remain regardless. And maybe yeah. they'll be like, yeah, this one is definitely 100% 4K60. It's not kind of, you know, we're not doubling this. We're not like, you know, trying to hack it. This is proper full native 4K60 with greater crowds or whatever. So maybe <laughs> this will essentially finally kind of answer Greater all the, crowds. That's where you like, went greater to. Greater size but- crowds, for instance. You know, like in like Spider-Man, they decrease the size of the crowds in order to increase <laughs> the fidelity. But like... that's the, <laughs> That's the metric, is it? Yeah, every game will have a larger crowd. Even if like you're playing a single player, you know, you know, experience like Last of Us, there will be just shitloads of you know <laughs> people cheering you on for hours. Yeah. You can do it. Um, yeah, so maybe like you know, we had so many promises when these games Mini were cheap. first, when these consoles first announced about no loading and this and that, 4K, 60, and 8K, and all sorts. Maybe these <laughs> consoles, and maybe those new Xbox, like this, is just going to essentially. Do what the original consoles were supposed to do. I've
0: got an idea. Look, look, I don't know. I you know, you've got to really convince me that a pro thing is actually gonna offer something this time because I think honestly, especially if they're coming in at that price point, you can forget about it.
1: Forget about it. Especially, you know, because there basically aren't any major releases coming out anyway, so what I'm gonna what, buy a PS five pro I guess it is really for GTA six, getting them ready it's for ga- that. Are we but, um, just getting jaded or is gaming shit at the moment? No, scrap that. About I'm that. about to talk talk about a game that's absolutely blown my week apart. So maybe I was not. Worried, I was worried about that, and like, but I don't think we're alone in thinking this generation has just been super weird. Yeah, already, oh God, yeah, it's been weird. Yeah, already at the midpoint, already at a point where they're thinking that's release a mid-gen console. <laughs> Lots of people thinking, hey, on the, console, on the, the generation's console. barely started, mate. Yeah I, know, yeah, I know, I know, but then there is also the
0: fact that we are old now and time is like skipping away old, way mate. quickly. Matt, you're old man. Um you're old I'm getting, getting newer in each baby. Between <laughs> nine. You're <laughs> not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not,
1: Matt. You yeah. need to accept the fact that you're getting older now.
0: Isn't yeah.
1: it? Um I know normally we don't talk to the chat, but also it's a weird show. Yeah, so Jay said we just had one of the best years for releases ever. That is true. Oh, you
0: everyone know. no it's not true. Well, no, everyone
1: says that no it's not.
0: Go on, Matt. What's so good about last year?
1: Well, if you're into RPGs and stuff, there's. So i of... So what have I got? Um, Power washing.
0: They um, come out the year before. I think. Ah, DLC in it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean,
1: a lot of people agreed last year was a very, very good year for releases. A I lot of like... people
0: said it. I didn't. I didn't
1: agree with it. I don't believe that
0: at all. I don't think it was a really, really good year for releases, especially when. The one of the we could say that as much as we want. Oh, last year was one of the best years for for video games. Oh, yeah. What got really far in your game of the year show? Oh, a game from 2022 2022 or whatever it was, 2020 or whatever. 2020 That's
1: not our fault, that's
0: Sean's fault (laughs) and James's fault. And what won it? Oh, a game that only one of us played.
1: Oh, right. sure played okay, a bit yeah, but, well, but, but Anna Wake was absolutely one of the best games of the year so at least that makes sense. I called James Farley last week he was like oh, it's not that great actually. Well he was, he was just talking bollocks he, he doesn't know what he's talking about and also he's just not here. Just so. because
0: they're not in your remedy go- yeah but I'm here. Oh, just because about.
1: they're not in your remedy cult like that—that's definitely a. Like, I'm sure when James actually gets around to playing again game properly, he was only like an hour in. He was like, oh, where's the story? Well, maybe play a bit more, an hour maybe. Okay, maybe we're might. getting told that the game of the year show uh, the game
0: TCGS game of the year is never a good indication on how good a year has been. Fair enough, I take
1: that on board. That yeah, is we didn't a fair include point. things like Diablo, did we? And Baldur's Gate was in, but you know. Right, okay. Anyway um sony is testing psvr2 compatibility with pc um they announced this as part of the playstation blog uh, last week it was the anniversary of the playstation vr2 and there's a bunch of new announcements uh zombie army vrs we announced for psvr2 <clears> one <throat> well, who's developing that uh we are um anyway yeah yeah so some games got announced and also they announced that's the end. outrageous that oh sorry did i how did that get in <laughs> how but, much did we charge blue yeti for that shit we should just start to. Tri- we
0: should be. We should invoice you that. Um, I should. I might send you an invoice for that. Okay, I'm going
1: to retract that. No, you can't retract it. You just said it just on have, our Twitch. Channel. I might invoice you. I'd for like that. to apologise for mentioning that Zombie Army VR is coming out later this year for PlayStation VR, MetaQuest, Quest, uh, PC VR. Mate, as well. Every
0: time you say it, I'm going to invoice you more money. Like that is going. That's two adverts on the uh, okay. biggest gaming I, show in the UK. I won't right mention, now, I won't mention that game again. Okay, well, it's two mentions, so that's at least <laughs> a grand.
1: Well, the first one was a mistake. the Second one, I started. Doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's out there. Okay, so well, that's a thousand pound, boys. Uh, what?
1: Hang on, what? It was forty quid for Blue Yeti, wasn't it? No, right, it fucking move. wasn't. <laughs> let's move on. No, it anyway, fucking wasn't. on this PlayStation <laughs> blog, we'll announce all that new for titles.
0: 40 Are you fucking mad? <laughs> anyway. Uh, on this blog
1: they announced there's are new titles but also towards the end there's a bit of text saying yeah that that they are developing um, they are currently testing the ability to have PSVR 2 players access additional games on PC to offer (laughs) even more game variety in addition to PSVR 2 titles available through PS5 there was no more detail to that lots of people speculating what does that actually mean is that a streaming service are you able to (laughs) it means Sony are really gonna just forget about releasing games for it isn't it that's probably what yeah. it means. Curry ability for PSVR 2 players to access additional games on PC? When are we going to see one
0: of these flash sales where people go, these are massive boxes that we just want out of our warehouse now? When are we going to see that? End of the year? Because um, when you look okay. at it now, there's still £530. I cannot believe they're that expensive. I can't get over how expensive these things are. £530. Yeah, they pounds. Are,
1: they are, they're not cheap, are they?
0: Yeah, when are we going to get a DJ Hero-style flash sale where everyone's selling them for <laughs> like 200 quid? I think we're a
1: while away from that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I think probably a long, long time away. Anyway, I think it's interesting. Lots of people want like, <laughs> okay. PC, su- lots of people wants PC support for PSVR 2. This just seems like it's not quite that, so it would be interesting to see what they announce, when they announce it. Um... But this also might help in terms of PSVR2 sales if like it can will function as a PC VR headset in some aspect or whatever service services, if that's viable. Um it's good they're investigating and hopefully it turns out to be something that lots of people want. Okay. Last week, uh straight after the Nintendo partner direct, there was Elden Ring's expansion uh trailer, Shadow of the Erdtree. Tree. Uh you can build it now, and it's out in June, and the trailer dropped and it was I mean, it looks like another Elden Ring like it looks like Elden Ring, but it looks stunning. I mean I thought trailer was absolutely amazing. The enemy variety looked brilliant. Um yeah, I was incredibly pumped uh, seeing this. Have you seen the trailer, David? I haven't, no, no.
0: Um I, I never finished that game. Um uh but I, yeah, I can imagine if people love look for the people that finished that game and loved it, I can imagine this is going to be quite something. I love I love the gap they leave between the game and the DLC. Like it's just a long enough to, for you to sort of kind of forget it all. And then all of a sudden you're going to be back in that world again is that's going to be pretty exciting. I think. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like this stuff.
1: Yeah. It looks absolutely amazing. Um, it, it's uh, so I think similar to like other DLCs they've done where it's not good part of the main map. You've kind of have to navigate your way to this new part of the map. Um I'm not sure if they even said how you do that, but yeah, basically. And also in terms of size, I think one of the people involved in the game was talking to an outlet and they said, you know, it was roughly kind of the size of Limgrave. And Limgrave itself is a massive part of the the game, so pretty sizable. I think it's like 35 or 40 quid. So again, not cheap, but hopefully that shows the amount of work and, and content that's in it. I mean, the trailer itself showed like five, six, seven bosses. So you've got to imagine it's only like a you know a very very small amount of what we're actually going to play in the game it's got new weapons new equipment new weapon skills new magic um you can travel basically between like the the current map and then this this new part of the map uh yeah um i, I i'm not sure i've got it in me to like kind of play it yet but i absolutely loved elden ring so it's just very exciting for this to come out i mean th- this is so big in the uh, there's actually been a special edition with its own kind of DLC and its own kind of, uh, sorry, its own kind of expensive deluxe edition. So this is not just like oh yeah, get it on the store for twenty quid. This is a this is a big old release. Um, yeah, I'm quite excited to see what this what this includes and if it's you know a lot harder or just shows different maybe gameplay mechanics. But yeah, the trailer was absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen it already, you're listening to this. Watch it. Um, cool. It lo- it looks hell. Looks good as hell. Um, PlayStation Portal this is a final news story. PlayStation Portal has been hacked to run PSP games offline. Okay. Which I think is naughty. How? Um, and a, a group of Google engineers has figured out how to hack the PlayStation Portal to make it make um, games run locally. The Portal is streaming only device, as we all know. Um, but there was some Google Cloud vulnerability, uh, and a research engineer managed to hack the games to play locally. So. Um, yeah, this is uh, something called PPSSPP and it runs PSP games. It's an emulator and uh, they can write natively without even connecting online or streaming. And uh, they said, I don't think, I think in the tweet they said they're not actually going to release it yet, but they're still kind of, there's no plans to release it, but they're still working on improvements. But,
0: but I didn't think I had any local storage. So how are you even doing that? I don't, Who I can't knows? wrap my head around that
1: no who knows i mean it's it's pretty cool that pill kind of work on this stuff and try and get his devices where you seemingly think nothing nothing can really happen given the lack of local storage but um yeah pretty pretty cool pretty cool uh, how that, often are you still playing your portal all the time well I, a lot this week because
0: um i have been playing a lot of Divers on it and that is um and that works well it's like a multiplayer yeah. shooter yeah yeah absolutely fine yeah, I mean, the, the sticks are smaller, so aiming's a little bit harder, but you get used to it, you adapt to it, and then you sort of get over it because you're playing a brilliant game on the sofa with, oh, it's just too good. I, just, I mean, are we done with the news? Yeah. Well, there's only one game we're going to talk about this week because Matt's not played anything again. I, I can't play anything yet. You but... can.
1: There are plenty of games you could play one-handed. Uh, yeah, no, I've got enough on my plate.
0: Okay. But also,
1: this week, um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's out, and that's why these fingers are getting exercised as much as I can because I, yeah. ne- I need to get fighting fit for that game out on Thursday.
0: Okay, well, TCGS, patreon.com forward slash TCGS if you want Matt to put in a little bit more effort, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, for it's not that. I just, um, anyway, what, what are you playing then? Hill divers too. Uh, I have been hammering it this week, and it, I've gone through. Yeah, so I, I've been playing a lot on the portal when I've been playing on my own, and the kids have been on the telly or whatever. Um, not on on the telly. They've been watching the telly. They're not they're on the bill. Get off, man. <laughs> I'm on my mum's car. Um, broom, broom. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <yeah>. wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, sorry. Um so I've been playing Helldivers 2 and I think I might fucking love it. Like really 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 love it. We so I started playing uh, after we recorded uh again and we had we did a few more missions and I'm like I love this but I don't know why. I can't put my finger on why I'm loving it so much because I'm kind of doing the same missions over and over again against the same enemies and it's like fun. But also, I don't know what it's doing well because it is a bit clunky and it is a little bit like, you know, nothing feels completely smooth. It's a bit frustrating that you don't know exactly how much the enemies are getting damaged as you're hitting them. So going into a situation, you're kind of like, am I going to be
1: able to survive this or is, you know, it's hard to judge moment Oh sorry, moment. So, yeah, I, I apologize. I haven't played it and I, I do want to. So, so there isn't like bars above the heads. There's no, no, numbers no coming bars off. above
0: the heads. There's no numbers coming off. There's oh, no. Right, okay. And there's, there's a definite feeling of, well, how am I going to get better? Because there are like five or six different um, uh, difficulty settings. And we're playing on like quite low difficulty settings at the moment or midway. And I'm thinking, but it's not like you're upgrading your character and the bullets are doing more damage as far as I'm aware. So I'm not really sure what I can do to to get to those higher difficulty settings other than working on teamwork and all that sort of stuff. And then two nights ago, I was playing with John and Chris and we were up against it, backs against the wall, absolutely getting caned by enemies but Get getting through situations by, but we were basically quiet and just feeding information to each other and sort of coordinating attacks and all this sort of stuff. And oh my god, it it just everything. You know, you must have heard that it feels like a movie, right? That yeah. seems to be the line well, I mean, that everyone yeah, I mean, goes I've
1: to. Just seen like the TikToks and the videos, but yeah, like, all like the kind of moments where and the one you posted, I think in was it on Twitter or now? Yeah, and no, like, was on
0: Minty Biscuit where yeah. where um. Yeah, where I was I was uh, like up against a cliff and all these bugs were crawling over the cliff and they were big ones. And I had to sort of jump, but I dived backwards. And as I was diving backwards, I was shooting off their legs. But as I was shooting the ones in the front, there's ones climbing over top of them to try and get to me and stuff. And then as I'm running away, I'm like, right, I've got to get up off, the, off my back, run away. As I'm running away, someone steps in with a flamethrower over my shoulders, like taking them all out. Honestly, it feels like that. The moment to moment, it was something that John Denson said to me as we were playing. I was saying, I can't put my finger on why I'm enjoying this so much. And he said, well, it's Halo. It's that, you know. Not ten, 30 seconds of fun. Yeah, 30 repeated. seconds of fun on, on repeat. And it, he's absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. But it's not just Halo. It's also Left for Dead. You know, mm. it feels very left for dead, especially at the end where you're calling for an extraction and you're holding together what, what feels like a sprawling mission where you're trying to travel across and do these rather simple objectives suddenly becomes a, right, we need to stand our ground and fight as these robots or these or these bugs are coming towards you to to, to extract. There's a lot of um, division in there. The good stuff of division was... Uh, yeah, you can fire and kill enemies and that's all pretty great. But you've got loads of gadgets and you're working towards getting new gadgets to do more cooler things, you know. Uh, so you get, you're get you bringing down turrets and you're coordinating that stuff because there's no point in bringing down a turret if someone else is bringing down a turret. It just seems a bit of a waste. You need to, everything's on a cooldown so you need to work through that. Mm. Um, there's a lot of trade-offs with stuff. Like, so at the moment, I'm assuming you can expand this later. But you can bring down five um, sort of special items with you, and some of them you're doing it selfishly. You know, some of them you're oh, right. I want to bring down my jetpack, but in doing that, you can't bring down one of your other orbital strikes or your your orbital strike is like a, a spaceship in the air that will come down and do something for you. Like so you have got a limited number of them. Not a limited. You've got a limit. You can use it unlimitedly on a cooldown. Some of them are limited, but the you know they tend to be on a cooldown. Like you've only got a limited amount that you can take take down with you. Oh, okay, so you, that's good. So you t- kind of want to take down a um, an advanced weapon. So that could be anything from a machine gun to a rocket launcher to, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but you'll also want to take down um, airstrikes. So you could take down two or three of those because um, you're thinking, right, okay, so while that one's cooling down, I've still got another strike that I can use. So, But at the same time, I've just got to level 10. And unlocked my guard dog and i was itching to talk to sean about this tonight but the guard dog stuff is just next level so um we noticed that i, I was when i was playing on my own i was playing with some higher level characters and i noticed one of them had like a drone a guard dog is a drone that follows you around right and there's two of them or two types that i've seen so far one fires laser beams and it seems to do it repeatedly with no limit it Overheats and flies onto your backpack and stays on there to to regenerate, and then it comes back out again when it's well, yeah, ready it'll just kind of starts. protect you to fire against nearby enemies. Yeah, yeah. It? So it's it's a good way of getting rid of the smaller bugs or smaller enemies that are coming towards you. it Sort of fins them out so you can mm. focus on the bigger enemies. Um, there's another one that fires bullets, and that the problem with that is that yeah, it, it can stay afloat longer than the laser one, but you need ammo for it. So once it's out of ammo, you're done. Until you pick up more ammo, right? So I had the opportunity to try them both out. So when I was, um, <laughs> this is bad. I shouldn't have done this because it's bad etiquette, right? But when I was playing with randoms, one of them had a guard dog died, so I picked up his guard dog and it was mine for a bit, right? And okay. you could tell that they were pretty. Well, no, that's good. Off. You can do that. It's good. It has the, the flexibility to be able to do that. It is good. You can do that. But someone did it to me. I think it was Chris. Someone did it to Tools. me. And when I landed, um I, of course my guard dog's on a cooldown. So he's just got my my ability now. He's just got it. And you, I was can he like, drop it
1: for you to pick up? No, I don't think he can actually. Only on death. Can you
0: Yeah, only drop? on death. So I was very close to shooting him and nicking him back to be honest. Which which, by the way, John's done to me. Like he'll listen to this and he'll get angry about it. But he walked into one of my turrets and I I'll be honest with you. I accidentally picked up his samples, which is a collectible oh, okay. that you can get in the yeah, game. I think
1: I'm seeing John's side of the, the story now. Okay. Well, he
0: land- well he did walk into my turret because he went, "You killed me, and nicked my." Sar- I said, "I didn't kill you." You walked into my turret, didn't you, John? He walked so anyway, into my bullet. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, killed me and nicked the s- nicked all of my samples back. Right, so you got right. all of my samples as well. So I nicked them back. And then, just as the extraction would come in, I could see what he was doing. He turned around, shot me, left left me dead on the planet, and nicked all my stuff. It wasn't until Great the next work, day John. that we found out that samples are shared amongst teams, no matter who's carrying them. So all that okay. drama was for nothing. But um, so you still got your share. Okay. Well, I still got my share. It was fine. It was fine. Um, I, I don't, like. It's funny. John was telling me there was an interview with the developers recently, and they were saying, "Look, we've got loads of stuff planned." Like, we've got some really big stuff planned, but we've had to sideline it for a bit because the game's fucked. Yeah, all the server <laughs> stuff, yeah. Yeah, but the game seems to be stable now. Um, yeah, I think they
1: increased 750,000 was like the uh, the number they put on the weekend and it said no issues at all. So now we can, maybe we can now start working on the other bits. Well, this is it. And this is what stopped me saying,
0: oh, was gaming shit now because this game's come out and it's clearly like this feels so good it feels so good and it i it's been a long time since um i've sat there going i cannot wait to get home and put that game on i cannot wait yeah. to play more Helldivers divers and i am fully there with this
1: it's I'm so really good. Or not, i'm i'm missing out not just because it looks fun but just like everyone's talking about it in videos everywhere, all the, all the discourse you know you got you lot having lots of fun with it yeah it looks absolutely brilliant. why are you missing out cuz i can't i can't do much on my left hand but but you're you're willing to play Final Fantasy next week? Well, I haven't I haven't I haven't I haven't checked whether I can. But yeah, I'm obviously really pumped for that.
2: Mm. You, you need it's to not get one hell hell
1: divers, I'm just saying, like, I haven't to played a game, dive. and you know, I haven't got a lot of strength in my fingers. But if I can play that, then I can play uh, Hell Divers for sure. It's a joke how good that game is. Like, it really
0: is. I can't. I can't wait to play more of it. I'm starting to understand uh, the. So, so I, you know, some of the, I, I don't quite get what they're doing with the battle pass stuff.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So in terms of progression, like, what is it? You every time you play, are you unlocking new? There things? There are different things that you can collect in a mission,
0: and there are different rewards at the end of a mission. And one of the rewards is medals, and you build up medals, and you can um, spend them in two shops. One is a free shop, and one's a premium shop. The problem is the medals are the they work the same for both. So it kind of feels like why would I spend them on the free shop if I've got the premium shop on a lot? But also the premium Mm. shop, everything on it is way more expensive than the free shop. So you're kind of going... But then the things are better. I guess, but not really. I don't see like a massive difference. Um, Like there are still weapons to unlock in the free one. And it feels like, well, am I... Which ones should I concentrate on? It's Mm. weird. It's a bit bizarre. Um, I haven't Fully wrap my head around that side of the game yet, but um, all I know is that the next chance I get, I'm going to be going onto someone else's ship and then stepping on that that little little hell diver pod thing and then flying down to a planet and playing it for the next three hours. It's also one of those games where you ever play those games where it's so intense that you realise you've not blinked for about forty minutes and your, yeah, your eyes are streaming and then get headaches. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do the headache bit, but my word. Um, what a game. Helldivers 2 is an absolute must. And we were saying, I bet they're regretting it for, le- for releasing it at 35 quid. Because it doesn't feel like a cheap game.
1: Yeah, but then maybe that's also why it's a part of the reason why it's been so. popular. I, uh, yeah, if it's 70, I, I, I it's a bit more like,
0: mm, you know. I think you're right. I think that is part of the reason of this success because mm. it's seen as a. Uh, a reasonably reasonably priced game, and I yeah, wonder a budget, if, a
1: budget game these days. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I wonder if anyone takes note of that. I wonder if we see more of that.
1: I think certain it works with a certain types of games, particularly multiplayer games. But you know, will know you know, like the the Sony's of this world will always be charging seventy for like this oh big God, single yeah, player. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, this is a this but, is a Sony Studios game, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah, is yeah, it's, it's their first live service game. Like people were saying, "What's it gonna be like?" Well, we're kind of finding out what it is like if the rest All of the games of this caliber a massive success. It's part of, it, it turns out, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, no, I,
0: I would, I, yeah, of course they're not going to release the Last of Us Part Three for thirty five quid because Hell Divers did well. That would be crazy. However, it does show you. That you can release a game. Hell Divers is, is obviously a, a sequel, but when mm-hmm. you see the original, it's nothing like the sequel. Like this is a big, yeah. very different game. Um, so it does feel like like a new, um, like a new game altogether. Um, I, I think people should take notice of this because it is quite. It, I think it is important for its success. I oh, yeah.
1: do. I mean, like, you know, people are constantly learning about what works, what doesn't work, whether it's, like, you know, a freemium game with paid DLC or, you know, a, a small up, upfront cost, but cheaper things in, in game. There's, you know, there's constant kind of assessment about what works and what doesn't work. And this is just not another data point of, hang on, multiplayer game, releasing it for slightly less or, you know, maybe considerably less than other games of its ilk. Maybe that works um, as well, um, you know, because they could have done this as a free to play game and they had those like paid dlc so is there like paid dlc cosmetics as well in game or not yes there is yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah but then you can unlock the you can unlock the uh the currency so using medals, you can exchange that for currency. So, And you can um, earn
1: enough to basically buy the Battle Pass, right, through in-game stuff anyway. I don't so. know yet. Yeah, I think I read that, I heard online. So. Right, right, which right. Is, which is always good. I mean, like, that's, that's the best thing about games with Battle Pass is if it does actually enable you to, if you play it enough, you can have the next Battle Pass. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's from.
0: rewarding people that continuously play it and I, I, yeah. I assume they know that they'll end up buying stuff anyway. So um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant game. If you're thinking about it and haven't jumped on yet, then definitely get it.
1: Uh, it's, because, it's, mad. it's not an xbox but um i get it but how do you mean well it's just like this this game is so successful well, yeah obviously not a lot i think i don't think everyone realizes this is like a sony studios game because it's not as advertised as you know it's not as obvious i don't think from the outset it's, oh why is this multi platform but then it's only really you realize oh yeah obviously it's not going to be but yeah it's a big old success yeah you just go on sorry know what you're saying I was just going to change the subject actually completely.
0: Yeah, because it's um, it, I think it's only published by Sony. Yeah, it's published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Yeah, and then it's it it developed by, them, by yes. Arrowhead Game Studios. One oh, Y yeah. well, word.
1: That is a good game. So I uh, yeah yeah. On on your subject of um, you know, is gaming rubbish etc. Like, do you think is it because we know too much these days? No.
0: It's not. It's because I think we've had really hectic lives over the past couple of years, and actually, uh, uh, when I get the chance to sit down and actually play a game that
1: I I'm enjoying, you go, "Oh no, it's not rubbish." it's but yeah, yeah, that's obviously a big part of it, you know. And as as we all grow up, you know, lives live change, etc., cetera, etc., which makes you know the similar act of sometimes playing a game a little bit different. I get that, but I, do you also think there's like certain a certain part of magic has been removed because we? Maybe go into the detail about the frame rates and the you know. No, I genuinely other, don't. You know, I don't think that affects don't.
0: it. No, I think I can look at a game and enjoy it for what it is. I don't really care about not to that point. I don't. I don't look at the the stuff like that. Once once I've got it set to whatever it's going to be, I can sit and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's got nothing to do with that for me. For me, it just feels like I needed something fresh. And there's trends in video games that that things go through um, that. Uh, sometimes don't click with me, and then when when the trend is that sort of stuff, then I go ah, oh, I kind of like I do miss the Walking Simulator f- phase because I I really liked those games. Now yeah, I understand why so a lot of great. people didn't, but I I did like those games, and you don't see them much anymore. Um, and if I feel like the industry is moving away from those short narrative, uh, moral choice games, um, they seem to be coming less frequent. And they're one of my favourites to play. So, and if you're arguing mm. bi- they're not games, fine. Okay, if you want to say that, then whatever. I, I just like playing those sort of
1: things. Um, well, I think you know all you know trends go around and come around. But I think you know that that was certainly a a thing. But I'm not sure if that was necessarily the trend. I mean, like the trend just seems to navigate between. What the multiplayer game is of of its time, you know, we had like local multiplayer, and we like you know fastball. We had things like you know we had, well, I guess like real time strategy multiplayer, and then you know even more recent we got battle royale, extraction shooters, we got all sorts of stuff, you know. Um, and I'm sure like the, the the walking simulator, I'm sure, will come back. The the narrative um, game, which involved more choices, I think that was probably partly affected with the things like Telltale games going. You know, like yeah, yeah mean, were such a big part a bit, and of obviously that, and if they're, they're not selling well, like, oh shit! And I like, also, you not over reliant, but like over, um, just like there's so many licensed games, like the Batman game, the Game of Thrones game, like obviously we had Walking Dead, we had so many in such a short space of time that, you know, it feels like it's overwhelming, and you know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too good for them, but I tell you what, I, like, I love that stuff.
0: I uh, bought a bit of hardware as well this week. Oh, um, because I got my headset out. Uh, that I use for my PS4, which is a Turtle Beach thing. And it was in the right state, because Harry's been using it for his laptop. So it is, like, absolutely in pieces. And I went, I can't use this. And the cable wasn't working properly, so it was kept cutting out. So I ordered the Pulse headset, because that was on offer. Okay, Uh, That's an interesting bit of kit. I mean, it's exactly what James said. James is absolutely right. It's fine. It sounds like the audio sounds fine. I'm very surprised by the microphone because there isn't a microphone in front of your mouth. The the microphones are in the earpiece itself. Um, And the reviews that I watched, they were like, yeah, the microphone sounds like you're ages away from the mic. It's really bad. And it's not. I don't know. Maybe they've changed things with software since it launched. Um, But Um, have you got the
1: more... There was a new version of the Pulse headset. Have you got the older one? That that was it
0: because I looked at it. So this was 75 quid. Right. And the new version was 125 quid. And I was like, I'm not paying £50 more. I'm just not paying £50 more. That is madness. Mm. Um, but honestly, whoever designed the controls on that thing is absolutely insane. It makes absolutely no sense. Oh, really? You can, How, so? How so? so? They're all just like tiny buttons around the edge of the, the earpiece. So on the Microsoft one, you twist the whole earpiece. One volume's on one side and chat mixes on the other. That's it. You've Mm. got, you've got a little button by the microphone that mutes the microphone. That's all you need. It works really well on the pulse headset. They're like, it's not a slider. It's two buttons for up and down on the chat mix, two buttons up and down for the volume, a button for the mute microphone. And, in between all of these buttons, they're the microphone holes. So when you're trying to change the thing, <laughs> you, all of a sudden you're hearing like a thumb. You mean like... Like brush them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like... What's well, it's worse than that. It's that weird... Cho- oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's like, that like air going of, in and out. Yeah. Yes. Like air going in and out. That's exactly what it sounds like, Matt. Um, and I just thought, fuck me. This, this is... It says... John said on the bot It says on the box, it says easy access controls. It's like there's nothing... Easy access about this.
1: These headsets ask you to memorise, you know, all the buttons. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is mad. And apparently they didn't even, like, so uh,
0: when you press the buttons now, it comes up on the screen to show you the volume and shows you the the chat mix setting. Um, And apparently it didn't do that at launch... So really? <laughs> it's literally just guesswork as you're pressing the button at that point.
1: Love that. So um, so, yeah. so
0: you prefer it to your old one
1: or it's just like, it's fine. Oh, no, its
0: like the old one was a really good headset, but it was just fucked at that point. Um, this one, uh, it's decent enough for that price. I think if, you've, if you're if you looking for a chat headset, then it's probably the go-to one. Um, and I was really surprised that you needed a USB dongle for it to work. The Doesn't PlayStation 5 heads- headset. No, it comes with it, but okay. like... The Microsoft one, you just turn the headset on; it connects to the Xbox. Job done. Whereas this, you have to plug the USB yeah, that dongle is. into the PS5, and you just think, surely there's some sort of way. Apparently, you don't need to do that for the 125 pound one. Oh so yeah, so there is a way of doing it. Anyway, that's my yeah, review I mean, I, of the I, Pops I headset. Know,
1: I was a bit jealous when you and James and maybe Sean all had like your official Xbox headsets, and I've still got my Turtle Beach that works across PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and it's fine. Yeah, but. Does a job. Does a job. The for Xbox me. One's brilliant. Like it is really good. Yeah, um, it does, does. sound good. Does and sound cool. you know,
0: I don't want to bang on about it, but it is true. Getting into parties and well, the way party chats work and everything is so much better on Xbox it's Unreal. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, Xbox hasn't got the games, but in terms of multiplayer gaming like that, the way you just connect with it, you know, you can like I. Someone will probably text me and say I'm wrong, but I couldn't see it. So when we're on Xbox, if all my mates are on in a party, you press their name and say "Join Party." That's it. It mm-hmm. doesn't look like you can do that on PlayStation. So Surely I had to sort can. of message John to say, "Can you send me an invite, please?" And he was, like, and then he sent yeah, me actually, an I invite. I saw the
1: message come through the other day, and I was like, "Why would you do that? Why not just join?" I mean, I, d- I didn't know what you were playing, but I saw your message. I was like, "Well, you never do that. You just join a party." So yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't thought you're on PlayStation. So weird. Sure, yeah, that that must be. That must be error. Then Sure, that, that setting has to be there where you can okay, join a we'll party. We'll find out. We'll find out. If you've got two friends in a party chat
0: on PlayStation, can you just join them? And if you can, there's uh, one notch down from the friends list. Someone in chat saying one notch down from the friends list. There's a list of parties. Yeah, but they're the parties you were in previously. So if they set up a party between two of them, then you can't just join that party unless they've joined... The old party with three of us in it, right? I think that's how it works. Oh, right. So if there's a
1: party you've been in before, you can get back into it. But if there's a new one, yeah, that's that's pee.
0: my understanding.
1: That I've really, f- it I just blows my mind. Yeah, anyway. That feels like that that can't be the case. But right. maybe okay. maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll we see. see. Indeed. That's what we've been planning this week. Should we get into questions? Yes. If you want to send a question, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Major PDD has messaged. Now that Tamor is managing editor, will we ever be a special guest again?
0: Um, I'd love to have Tamor back. Well, it's I mean, I saw his message and I
1: thought, let's reframe it now that TCS is an independent podcast award nominee will we invite Tomorrow back on I think is kind <laughs> of how you want to frame yes, that I'd love
0: to have tomorrow back on I, yeah. I, um, yeah I miss him actually I've not spoken to Tomorrow for ages
1: um, we should try and get him back on but I don't know he's no, too Hollywood he's, for us now he is too Hollywood for us now he's yeah, on like, giant the giant bomb, bomb and um, all that giant bomb kind of funny game spot he, he doesn't,
0: doesn't makes you sick us. to be honest with you and not once does he turn around and say you should listen to the computer game show You know, once has
1: he worn a TCGS t-shirt on Kind of Funny and it was like, oh, this? Forget the t-shirt, mate. Just say, hey, who's the ones from Blessing,
0: isn't it? Hey, Blessing, you should absolutely, honestly, when I first heard that, I thought they were just a really religious podcast. Like, I didn't know there was a guy called... Ble- they say Blessing's name constantly on the show as well. It's a great so name. I'm, oh, and yeah, I've been playing that game, Blessing, and it's uh, and I was like, what is going on here? Is there some sort of religious thing going on?
1: What on earth is happening? It's just someone's name, David. It's just, it's just someone's um, name, isn't it? Yeah, we'd um, love to have Tomorrow on, but... um, Well, maybe we should reach out, actually. We can't even say it's ignoring our messages. We haven't sent any messages for him to ignore. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll reach out again. Good point. Thank you, Major PDD. Taylor T. Tow. T. Tal. <laughs> no, but yeah, T. Tal. Dear Dear TCGS and News Goblin Farley, who's not here. I'm the listener who has had David rumbled for the last few weeks by my PlayStation versus Xbox comment. It was not my intention to live rent free in David's head so I wanted to pay you back by joining the Patreon and submitting a question almost everyone on the pod has had their own villain arc at one stage Matt wanted to fight John Denton yep. Dave had so much bad feedback he had to give a full and frank apology and James is currently going through a period of not giving a flying you know what about the listener <laughs> that's been there since day one Taylor <laughs> that's not an arc that's, that's not been a, a consistent line if it's an yeah. arc it's a flat line <laughs> so my question is this if Sean were to have a villain arc, what would it look like or is he too pure of heart for that to ever happen i personally think he has a darkness deep within him that's just waiting to get out and tear some poor indie developers a new one cheers from taylor <laughs> tea towel.
0: uh yeah i think that's right i reckon he just really starts laying into video <laughs> into like independent gaming and he becomes a full cod bro <laughs> that's
1: all yeah I best see. not to let that monster out of the Lamp or whatever they're saying is uh, <laughs> he's got it in him. You can't put it back in.
0: You know you can see it in someone's eyes. You could go, ah, uh, no, that's what it'll be. That's what it'll be. He will get really sort of like um, uh, his like his ego at a live show will go off the off the charts, and he'd start demanding stuff and not coming out from backstage. Would it be like sort of uh,
1: Tom Cruise or Christian Bale, kind of kicking off at staff? <laughs> like
0: you don't understand. You know. Shouting at the staff in yeah.
1: the polka theatre in Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah, do you know who we are? <laughs> do you know?
0: Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I can yeah. see the fame going to his head.
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
0: Oh, good for you.
1: I'll move on. As Sarah, Di- oh Sarah Dyer's message again, as someone who's always loved collecting video games, consoles, collector's editions, and other memorabilia, but has also had to move cross- cross-country a few times, I've had to downsize and sell or get rid of more than a few things I really regret. Is there any video game related item you regret selling or giving away? Bonus part is there an item you'd never ever part with? Oh, good question. I mean, I am someone who has generally always bought things and then sold things to get new things. And you know, when when Elodie was born, we also sold loads of like all our CDs and all our DVDs, apart from like a couple here which I saved and still got some Saturn games. And yeah, like if I go to CX, I always think, oh man, I wish I'd kept my Dreamcast or my Saturn or this or that. Um, actually, no, I've still got my Saturn. Actually, to be fair, um, I wish I kept everything. But then I know also. I won't be using them all the time, and they'll just collect dust. And you know, it's like it's. I look back and I'm thinking, oh man, but I know I wouldn't have them out, and I know I'll be like, this stuff's just in the way. And if I would kept everything, you know, then I'll need you know about ten houses to collect all to keep all the stuff. So, do I have regrets? Yeah, and do I sometimes long for that stuff and wish I hadn't and wish it was all kind of set up and ready to go and play? I think yeah, but I'd, I know I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. I've got one. I got one. There's a story behind it as well. Uh,
0: I had, uh, you know, one of my favorite games of all time, without a shadow of a doubt, is a game called Uendan, or shortened to it. Yeah. What was it? It's it's um, what was Osu, it? Osu Teteke Uendan, yeah. right? Which is a Japanese um, rhythm action game for the DS, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's incredible they tried to turn it into elite B agents it wasn't as good yeah the US was, version yeah basically the idea was you were doing cheerlead like the Uendam were cheerleaders and um, there were levels where like a guy was on a train and he really needed his shit and you had to cheer him on to make sure he doesn't shit himself on the train and the music was absolutely incredible it's just the best yeah absolutely the, absolutely amazing like we the,
1: all imported that didn't we we had did. To.
0: We all imported it. Um, yeah, we had to, yeah. Um, and that last level, oh my god, it's just so good. You could never play it again. Like, like It it only worked on the, the light. You couldn't do it on a, a current, like a modern day touchscreen because that's not how, you know, it had... I can't remember the names of the different types of... Touchscreen, but the the DS had the capacitive, yeah, it? something like that. It had the, the the sort of layer of plastic over the top that you had to push down, and that's how it worked out. Where you playing anyone. that with a
1: stylus was just so good. It yeah, was the, the songs best. were so catchy, and oh, man. do
0: you ever know what happened to my copy? Up your bum? No, I <laughs> think I didn't go on, but not this oh, one. That was one resistive, of the that few. It didn't. That's it, resistive. Everyone's saying it's resistive touchscreen. Oh, touch okay. oh you know, fuck you, chat. So, Ian Lee was on virgin i can't remember if it was virgin radio or absolute at the time because he was there when it when it changed over and we were on Joypod, and he was running a competition send me stuff and i'll give it away as prizes to other listeners right that was his thing oh we if if you send us something i'll give it away as a prize to another listener and i thought hey because i know i'm actually in love like japanese stuff i was like right this will get us on the radio and I'm going to say, everyone from the JoyPod podcast, here we go. So I put it, I sent it over to him and he opened it up on uh, on air. And he said, oh, this is from the guys from the JoyPod podcast. I was like, yes, we've got a mention. And, um, and he gave it away to another listener. He said, to, you know, this looks like a really cool game. It's all in Japanese. You know, you know, he gave it away to a listener. And then it hit me. I don't have a Wendan anymore. And I couldn't nope. get a copy after that, and I was like, "Fuck! I've lost a Wendan now. That was stupid. For what?" And then I checked the listening figures; they didn't go up. They didn't go up. <laughs> no, we didn't no. get more listeners out of that. It was an absolute waste of time. Um, and I lost my my copy of a Wendan. Um, oh, so I, what? What? What
1: a game! though. it it was the best. It
0: was the absolute best. I remember me and James like completing it on the same night, and then bringing each other afterwards, saying, "Oh, fucking done it! I've done it!" Um, yeah that's that's the i wish i never got rid of that just to even have it on the wall or just to have a copy that i can go oh yeah there was that game and it was one of the best
1: i've just looked at it on um on ebay and uh yeah there's a sequel as well fucking i didn't realize that yeah there was yeah it wasn't as good i remember that i played that on an r4 card the sequel though on the it's in anywhere between 35 quid and 60 quid uh, online on eBay maybe I just I think I've still got I've still got a DS Lite
0: somewhere maybe I'll just order it so I can you play it you again. get
1: both of them for 82 that and a sequel I'm not playing oh, I'd love to hear the music again the sequel I guess I could look good. on YouTube which uh, is probably where it okay. lives alright next question Um. Oh, is it an item you never ever part with David that's the bonus part um no I mean I've still got I mean i, I sold most things but I still have Fighters Megamex on Saturn Sega Rally um. Uh, one other one. I have still got that, my
0: copy uh, of Z- Zelda Breath of the Wild, like uh, on my wall. You know, because yeah. I've got that on my wall.
1: So like that, brace in, case, I, of, in, in that. case of emergency, just like yeah, smash it up. It. <laughs> it just got a now nail and nailed it to my wall. It was yeah. Weird. Okay, Andrew from Canada. When speaking to Gamefile, Phil Spencer claims Xbox is supportive of physical media and that their strategy does not hinge on people moving all digital. However, in the same interview, he says that a majority of customers are buying games digitally and mentioned how costly physical media drives are becoming. Phil's vague statement, along with trends in the overall games industry, got me thinking. Should I sell off my physical game collection and use the funds to purchase the games I played the most digitally? It's a depressing thought, as I've built off quite the collection over the years, but it appears I'll have a better chance of carrying over my digital library in future generations over my physical one. In the hopes of getting the most bang for my buck going forward into the future, I have to ask, do you think this is a sound idea? Love oh. the show as always. Greeting again from the Great White North, your Canadian counterpart from Andrew from Canada.
0: Um, I think the right answer is to do whatever makes you feel happier. I mean, seriously, if you like looking at those, if you were to trade all of your physical games in and buy them all digitally, You've got to ask yourself, are you going to play those games now that you've got them digitally? Or are you just more in for just looking at all of those games every now and then and just going, ah. Oh. Or do you not care about those games and they're cluttering your place up? If if you don't care about the games and you're cluttering the place up, sell them. Get rid of them. Like, they don't mean anything. It's fine. Get rid of those no. those physical games. However, if you stand there and look at them some and go, I'm oh, proud of that. I really like that collection. Then keep them. Don't worry about the digital ones because you're probably not going to play them anyway. Do you know? No, what I, mean? I guess
1: this is like if we ever want the opportunity to play them, then yeah, the best way of doing that will be through yeah, a but digital you could do version, that at late but... a later
0: date if you want to. There's yeah, no reason can, why yeah. you can't like just go. Oh, I really want to play that game. I will buy that game digitally later
1: on. You know, I mean, that's why I put this in straight after Sarah's one because you know there, there probably will be regrets in the future. Like, oh man, look at my amazing collection, but. I don't think it's about trying to second guess. Saying, "Look, if I do this now, I'll have them and I'll play them in the future." Because we don't know what will happen. I mean, like, some there might be a bit where actually sometimes there is a bit of a cut off, and certain games are delicensed or removed from stores for this the like, other reason. And you might think you're trying to beat the system or get ahead of it by. You're buying not going fi- to beat the system, Andrew from Canada. You yeah, will not beat you? the system. Stop trying to beat the system, Andrew. Just yeah, enjoy just your physical be a games.
0: Good citizen.
1: Yeah. I mean a wolf I mean I don't know where he's got collection wise, but I, I'm gonna assume any kind of sizable half decent physical game collection yeah. probably I, worth I, way more than that. I'll anyway.
0: tell you what I'm gonna assume all the leisure suit Larry's BMX
1: XXX Lola 3D. I beg your pardon? Lola three D, I think that's a the one like that. <laughs> like what, Matt? <laughs> A sexy game, David. Lula <laughs> 3D? I've never heard of it. Oh, this. my God. I probably should have it over my mouth, because that's probably... Good. Is it a thing? How, is this incognito tab search time?
0: Yeah, it is Lula, 3,
1: Lula 3D. Lula 3D, okay. Right it's an
0: adult adventure video game developer. I've never heard of this, Matt. No, neither have I. I just made it up. Platforms. Microsoft Windows. That's all you... Wow. Okay. Anyway, all... I'm thinking stream. Um... <laughs> Heard. Yeah, oh no, god, um, James streaming this would be the one. It got um right, okay. I've got review scores here. Adventure gamers gave it one and a half stars, EuroGamer gave it two I've out of two. pc format gave it fifty-five percent. Whereas PC Gamer UK gave it seven <laughs> percent.
1: Oh my god, I don't remember the artwork. Do you remember the artwork? I don't think I do, but Lula 3D, holy I've hell. heard of this. Well, I'm just—I I didn't realize it looks like an open adventure, like open world adventure game on that Acquanta IGN picture. Yeah, this is smart. <laughs> it's, it's got James Farley written all over. No, I just went into my Lula 3D folder. Um, yeah. This has got James Farley written all over it. Um, it really has. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Andrew, keep Lula oh, there's 3D. There's not more, is it? Oh, there is more. <laughs> no, there's. No, I don't want to see that in a way. God. <laughs> Yeah, keep Luda3D, Andrew, and in- enjoy the smut on your own time. Apparently, t- Ellie Gibson has reviewed it. I am reading that. Oh, my God, okay. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I am reading I liked that. it anyway, but now I like it a little bit more. Okay, <laughs> Maria Mendieta, Dear TTGS, Quick Snacks, we have had... Eat Lead, The Return of Matt Hazard, and The Deadpool Game, try-the-hand at playable parodies. The comedy in both of these titles is firmly rooted in the year of their release and does not work today. As comedy sages, what would it take for a video game parody to actually be funny now? Keep up the unbelievable work. Sincerely, Maria. What's well, been a good video game parody, though? the like I- question. I mean, I was to a podcast and they said, um, actually, that... Um, the Hell Drivers made him laugh a fair bit. What would you say to the, the barks in Hell Drivers? Funny or not funny? The barks. Yeah, that's what that's what they called. You know, like when like incidental dialogue from NPCs.
0: Oh yeah, but that doesn't feel like it's parodying. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I mean the barks are occasionally
1: okay. there's a satire aspect and yes, etc. Yeah. etc. Et but um, yeah, um, it's tough, isn't it? Because video games take so long to make, and. Um, what might have worked as a parody when development started two to three or four or five years ago, when it comes to actually releasing, what may not work. I mean,
0: there was some there was some brilliant brilliant parody stuff in the in the um, South Park games. There was some real proper piss taking. There was some real clever stuff in there as well. You know, like um, how South Park always uh, takes the piss out of Canada like but in stupid ways where it's like it, you know the animation's completely different whenever they're canadian uh characters in that show and all that sort of stuff whereas i think i can spoil this now there's a whole section in canada um in the first game um stick of truth but it's all eight bit <laughs> it's the game suddenly goes to eight bit graphics oh, really? and stuff nice. yeah 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 and it's like oh that's really clever that is really clever. The the um, character creation stuff is great. That's been put everywhere as well. Like people know what that's about. But like, um uh, I yeah. And what was that other game? That's something punk. What was that game that came out Frostpunk? three or four years ago? No, it was three or four years ago. It was it was cyberpunk. No, it was cyberpunk. <laughs> no, it was jazz punk. Jazz punk. Thank you, Naylor Ben, in the chat. Jazz punk. That is it had a lot. Long- Yeah, that had a lot of video game parody stuff. And so did um, uh, Stanley Parable, to be fair. So I think it's been done before, but I don't think it's ever been the main focus of a game. And the problem is the problem is, right? The humor around video games is always snarky. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that sort of (laughs) humor. And to try and parody a game. And make the people that are already doing <laughs> to video games laugh is such a hard thing to do. Yeah,
1: very tricky. It's going to be very tricky. But um, I remember a lot of people talking about that. That return of Matt Hazard. Um, that feels like forever ago now. I mean, it was it was forever ago, but
0: was it? I don't
1: even remember that.
0: You don't remember Matt that? Hazard? No. What is what, no? Oh, Eat and lead, then of course, them... what was it? What that that what was that game? Eat lead. What is
1: this? Two thousand nine. Christ. Okay. Um. No. Uh, what was that
0: other game? The the uh. Oh, the dragon. The <laughs> I'm
1: terrible. <I> <laughs> I'm sorry, names. What? <laughs> the... the dragon.
0: All oh, right. Okay. Far Cry Blood Dragon. I think it was oh. called. <laughs>
1: that had a <laughs> lot.
0: Of... Yeah, that had a lot of video game parody stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I think what makes a good one something making a point about video games that I think hits home, which is increasingly hard to do now that everyone's a fucking critic. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's it's the same reason that um the you know scary movie films aren't of, like out anymore. Do you know what I mean? The, the uh or yeah, the first or, one was alright. The but first one was know. yeah, but they can't do that anymore because everyone's no. kind of like that's the basis of humour on the internet these days. So like all the stuff that's being said and taken the piss out of has been taken the piss out of by someone on Twitter. <laughs> but you know I'm, not,
1: I mean? I'm not so sure. I believe it. I mean, surely if it's done, like, it's like you say, you can't, you can't do like satire these days because the world's mad enough. As it is. But I, I feel like, again, with the right people, you, there isn't, you, you can do it. It's just that no one's decided to take the risk and. Yeah. And, it is a big risk. It it's going to be so hard to do, but. But All I don't right. think it's beyond doing. It's just um, no, you're probably not right. Time. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to end with Clark. Each time we dive in, hell divers. Now our little band of militants hum the launch theme over Discord as the pod shoot down to the planet. Which got me thinking, what's a little jingle that gets you pumped for a group session in gaming? The old one or an old one was the Final Fantasy 7 battle theme, it used to power me up every time it kicked in. Cheers and keep up the great pottery from Clark. Yeah, that that music it the when you you get into your um
0: your, your pods or whatever it's called uh that that is so fucking good. It really is good. Look, you cannot believe you cannot beat the Halo theme tune for this though. I mean, yeah, you know, right. Recent games haven't been that good. Yeah, they, that.
1: when Halo started going all like. A, a weird electric guitars. I kind of lost a little bit for me, but yeah.
0: Also, I was thinking, fuck me, the the gold Goldeneye music in on the N sixty four. It's like, what, are you kidding me? Yeah, this I mean, I'll,
1: I'll, boom, obviously, obviously, boom, there's like, the, the TikTok and stuff dum, that went viral of like that dude saying, so, hey, you know, I'm I'm just need you to make some pause music, you know, for Nintendo, you know, oh, the for pause N- music's for gold- great. Yeah. But I'm
0: thinking, facility. When you when you're in that vent the first time, and then you hear
1: that like, do do, and you're like, holy crap, this is on, this is on. Yeah, the old, but yeah, but yeah, the, but the pause music goes goes rather hard, um, considering it's just for, just for the pause menu. <laughs> just looking at your watch. I'm not say, like yeah the, the, yeah, the Final Fantasy VII okay. battle theme. I mean, as someone who's only, you know, in recent years played that, um, yeah, that music is incredible. And there's another person on TikTok, TikTok or Instagram, where they like they mash kind of they're like the the, the idea that the skit, the scene is that they're like a wedding DJ and they're like, you know, a wedding, but also you love Final Fantasy, and then they like mash the Final Fantasy VII battle theme with some other song. And it's like, oh god, this works so incredibly well. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a bloody great one. Also, the goal music for when we play FIFA that always gets me
0: going. It's to- the <laughs> That one is yeah. good. You see us all doing like the little dances, and and then my character points at someone
1: in the crowd. It's great. Love that. I used to remember. Like I didn't play much of it, but like Apex Legends. Like I'm facial sure, like the music. Oh, that's that really good. Yeah, you... at the start. Yeah. Yeah. That. 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 That was good. That was really good.
0: That is good. Um, there is one more. I want to see if you recognise this. What game this is from? Hold on, let me. Because when we were playing this the other night, I was like, "Holy shit! I cannot what work- note this isn't it? This is the this is from uh, that, the Switch that's from Switch. Thing. Uh, Switch Direct, uh, direct, direct. Uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, oh, here we go. It's this one, this one. Ready? Oh, this is it. This is an advert. That is an advert. That one. So that is. So that's going
1: to happen now. No, just, that is
0: what? What more adverts? Is it? Just no, be- I thought.
1: We- you're gonna play that song you played uh, in the car to Harry.
0: Of- <laughs> Brush your
2: teeth,
1: comb your hair, have an apple or a bell. Brush your teeth, comb your hair,
2: have an apple or a bell. See, it all
0: just all I'm doing reminds me of like, putting that in
1: other people's heads because it's been in mine all week now. That just reminds me, the voice isn't in. It's a bit similar, it's like the five foot seven song. Five foot seven, you know. No, that's not the same. No, no, no. Like the voice kind of reminds me of mine. Absolutely. You could not be further from the truth there. I yeah, know. Uh, both catchy songs. That's a bit of that. That's so um, it, Does that that it for. That's it for. Oh, I'm going to play it after this. And uh, that's it for questions. Uh, let's go on socials, shall we, Matt? Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt. It's hard to know what we're doing with streams because, you know, them two aren't here. But let's assume no streams. Um, I mean, un- very unlikely for sure. I guess if James gets to have a sick bed. Ooh, then maybe tomorrow, we'll stream. We've got, we got the big free. old
0: uh, we've got Sonic versus Sonic, Maybe I'll, I'll come back
1: to that. This is just the All Twitch right. stuff, anyway. So, assume best assume no streams. But if there was one, just go to tcjsco follow us. Maybe there'll be James one on Friday, maybe one, maybe one for Sean sure on Thursday. We'll know, uh, well, actually, we'll never know until you go down and live and watch it. But on Patreon, we're on patreon.com. If you're listening to on Wednesday night, the day this podcast goes out, we are doing sonic versus Sonic: a choose your own adventure book with or hopefully all four of us if the other two decide to turn up um if you're a patreon at the a15 above tier there'll be an email going out tomorrow um you know it'll be out by the time you listen to this uh explaining how to watch it live uh and get involved in the fun uh, also, if you want to support what we do over there, there's exclusive monthly podcasts. There, you can be a 4NELS member. You can just give us some money because you think we're great. Uh, we really do appreciate everything you do for us over there. And the website is tcs.co for links to our amazing Discord community, which is growing every day. It's amazing seeing new people join it every day. So thanks uh, for those of you who are part of it. And if you don't, if you haven't joined yet, go over to our website or go to tcs.co slash Discord for a link to our amazing Discord community. Also, our socials are there and all the other bits.
0: Thanks so much for living it. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week for more video game chit chat. Goodbye.
1: Wow, AI really has taken our jobs. (laughs) Goodbye. Uh, I will say one thing. I don't have like a closing uh, thing, so... um... (laughs) See you later, everyone.
2: Bye, everyone.